Live from Stanford, Connecticut, you are listening to the infamous Animal Farm Radio Show, the official meeting place for the politically awake. The date today is Wednesday, January 28th, 2009. My name is Benjamin Miller, and I'm chilling here with my fellow economic slaves, Tony Pax. Oh, hello, Ben. And Pyeth on the soundboard. <laughs> hello. We've got another great episode for everybody tonight. We're going to be getting into the indictment of Rove, Professor Turley going on television, pointing out again the threat to Barack Obama that if he doesn't pr- pr- prosecute the Bush criminals, he himself is a criminal. And, of course, we will have your phone calls, and Tony will have the sexual... The miraculous and the medically false. Straight ahead, you are on the farm. The knowledge I'd like is who keeps stealing the milk and apples? It's time to thank all you brute fans. This is the NSA. You guys are great. Thank you so much. Keep it up. I really like your show, man. You guys are doing a great job. Yeah, uh, you guys cover a lot of uh, information, which is great. Y'all are doing a great job. I like the show. Keep it up. Fight, man. It's good to talk to you guys. We've been listening to you guys for quite some time now. I've got to say you have a fantastic radio show. The three of you do an excellent job. Great show, and uh, love what y'all do. We don't have uh, little buttons we can push like the Animal Farm Show, one of my favorite shows, speaking of We the People Radio Network. Love that show. Love those guys. They do. It's a great. you got to check it out. Very fast moving, very funny, and they have sound effects throughout the entire program. That's right, children. It is time for the animal farm. Get out the that's right, get out the hot chocolate. And put away the Kool-Aid because it's time to get down. And we are here. We are live, and the, the weather did hold up. Thank goodness. It was. Uh, we, it did snow a little bit, but we managed to make it here. Yes, I mean it turned into rain, so that Uphill was all both good. ways. You know, it no was, socks. That's it, a fact. Yeah, no socks. That's a fact. It was fate that led us here, but uh, unfortunately, we will not be here tomorrow. Tomorrow is going to be a repeat, so I, I do apologize. But we are here as the triage. Yes, I know. <laughs> It's all Pyatt's fault. Anyway, uh, as Ben mentioned, I do have the sexual, the miraculous, and the uh, the medically false tonight. And I know this is going to disappoint many folks, especially myself. I'm very disappointed. But the PETA ads suggesting sex with vegetables have been unfortunately deemed too racy by NBC. This is a real letdown. I I was looking forward to this, Ben. Apparently, caressing an asparagus is a no-no on NBC. The network has banned animal rights organization PETA's new Super Bowl ad, which uh, promoted vegetarianism. And this was actually this. I put this ad on our website, folks, AnimalFarmShow.com, where a bunch of sexy ladies were licking pumpkins and uh, fondling, you know, broccoli spears. I'll read the article. Wow. In it, hey, baby. Lingerie wearing women fondle broccoli spears, kiss pumpkins, and make all sorts of advancements <laughs> on unsuspecting. 
<laughs> Unsuspecting vegetables. <laughs> How crazy. The 30-second spot. These poor vegetables. Like, you know what? Sex could sell anything, Ben. In this case, it's vegetarianism. Uh, the 30-second spot, which PETA says they produce to balance, quote, traditional Super Bowl ads for meaty, greasy, and factory-farmed fast food, end quote, carries the message, studies show vegetarians have better sex. That This is what the message was in order for you to stop eating meat, was that vegetarians... They, they look like that crap. Even, I, I, don't, I have no idea. <laughs> and you know what? If I have to look like a vegetarian to have better sex, I'm going to eat meat, man. You know what? I, I, I do love vegetables, though, man. I've never you know, licked a pumpkin or have fondled broccoli. But I don't yeah. have time to play with myself. <laughs> <laughs> NBC's email putting the kibosh on PETS commercials almost as racy as the ad itself. So they're obviously fighting back. Um, I will, you know, just for folks thinking that this is complete hogwash, I will bookmark even this article but i did delicious the actual video you can watch the video they actually did you know have a whole site dedicated to it and there are some very fine looking ladies in that anyway uh moving on to the miraculous this is an amazing police officer who died came back to life and now is keeping the streets safe again check this out police officer ken kirby is keeping the streets of seneca south carolina safe again just one month after being declared legally dead the independent mail reported on december 27th kirby was putting away christmas decorations when he suffered a heart attack and was rushed to the hospital, the 52-year-old police officer had flatlined, meaning he had no heartbeat, for more than 49 minutes. 49 minutes, and the medical staff had basically given up at that point. But just as the doctor left the room to tell Kirby's family the grim news, the attending nurse felt a faint pulse in Kirby. Doctors decided to rush Kirby from one uh, medical center to Green... Uh, it was on the Onkey Medical Center. Thank you. <laughs> it's kind of freaky. <laughs> to the Greenville Hospital System. And then fellow police officers cleared traffic between the two hospitals as Kirby clung to life. And once he arrived at Greenville, Kirby underwent a three-hour surgery to remove blockage around his heart. He was released from the hospital just nine days later. Um, and he is doing okay right now, and he appears to be happy and healthy. And right now he's he's back to work, as wow, far as man. I know. That was awesome. Um, unbelievable. 49 minutes. I That's mean, crazy, I, man. I, I would just love to have this guy on the show. Maybe I can try to do that. Ask I, him what he saw. I, you, know? I, you took the words out of my mouth. And I just want to know what... He remembers if anything or what happened because I we I've heard so many stories of these near death or you know experience type things and my goodness I can only imagine finally medically false I'm a bit intrigued with that as you can obviously medically false this is another one you got to just shake your head but a doctor tricked a medical journal into printing a fake quote, guitar nipple article. He came up with a fake disease as a joke, and they printed it thinking it was real. I'll, I'll read this just, just, just for the hell of it, yeah. An esteemed doctor of Britain's House of Lords admitted to inventing a false medical condition 34 years ago as a prank and submitted it to the British Medical Journal agents uh, in France, press reported Monday. Elaine Murphy, now a Baroness, or Baroness, I guess that's a musical instrument player, along with John Murphy, pulled the prank in May of 1974 by sending a letter to the journal, which does publish medical correspondence about odd or unusual cases. This one, this letter, detailed a condition called guitar nipple. Okay, and I'm a guitar player, so I was all over this. The couple described three young classical tar- guitarists who had inflamed nipples because the edge of the guitar was consistently pressed against their chests. In order- Liar! Yeah, in order to take the prank <laughs> one step further, the uh, Elaine and John Murphy submitted a similar. Oh my goodness, it, it actually refreshed the article while I was watching it. How about that? Um, that where that's was ridiculous. I? Yeah, a, pheno- a similar phenomenon in, in cello players as well. They admitted it in the latest issue of the Br- uh, British Medical Journal. So check it out. Uh, 
they they purposely signed up by John Murphy, blah, 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 husband at the time. He, he was not a doctor. Elaine Murphy is a former professor at the Guys in St. Thomas Hospital in London, England, and uh, a member of the Oversight Board in Britain's National Health Service. She's an active mem- uh, member of the Mental Health Institution or something. So they, they printed this as a joke, but last month, Guitar Nipple was actually dubbed, I don't know how to pronounce this, Cello Scrotum. C-E-L-L-O scrotum in quotes in a reference paper about music-related disorders. So the Murphys decided it was time to come clean, and they told the, um, the, the article in the newspaper that it was false. And now the journal has dubbed the scandal Scrotum Gate. Are you a doctor, aren't you? Wow. Cello, cello scrotum or cello I don't know how this stuff happens, Ben, but I'm just, I'm just nutty enough to report on it. So there you go. You know something? This whole thing is psychological. You know, I had to tell you <laughs> folks about it because it's just incredible, and I am a guitar player, obviously, so I was all over. But anyway, that's the sexual miraculous and the medically false. Hopefully you enjoyed that, and hopefully our volumes are all set now, now that we can get started so far. Hopefully. There's no way for us to know. So far, it looks like we're, we're not getting the uh, complaints, so everything is well. The phones are up, as always, folks. Folks, it is the Animal Farm Radio Show. Our number is 512-879-3805. Tonight, we can call up just like any other night, and you can talk about whatever you want. Uh, you can make fun of me, Pyeth, Ben, whatever is on your mind. Just keep it uh, without curse words, and we won't boot you. And, uh, Ben, uh, let's get right into it, man. We were on a roll last night. We ended the show yes. wanting to talk more. So what do you got? I have this uh, um, Jonathan Turley clip uh, when he was on MSNBC. Again, he went on to Keith Olbermann's show and said that if Barack Obama does not um, prosecute, Obama. <laughs> yes, thank you. Prosecute uh, the Bush war criminals that he himself is a criminal for not doing so. So I just I found it to, I found it to be such an excellent clip and uh, him to be such an excellent speaker. And I'll just let him speak for himself. I'm formally charged with conspiracy to commit treason. <laughs> okay, that was me. That was that was Peter. <laughs> Last week we revealed on this news hour the allegations from a former NSA analyst that President Bush's National Security Agency targeted news organizations for surveillance and even pried into personal records like finance and travel. We asked the Obama White House for its response, and today in our third story we have it. Sort of. We asked the White House specifically what knowledge it now has about illegal NSA spying and what Mr. Obama will do about it. The response, as the president made clear last week, his administration is ensuring that all programs are conducted in accordance with our values and the rule of law. There will be no exceptions. The only faint echo of dissonance, Mr. Bush, too, insisted that all programs were conducted in accordance with our values and the rule of law. So, so, yeah, I just wanted to point that out, that yeah. one thing before we keep going with it. He he points out just he, he said the exact same thing that Bush. Just trust us. Just shut up and trust right, us. Right, right, right. We'll yeah. take care the of it. The government loves you, of course. Yeah, they love us. Okay. The bad news, that leaves us still reliant on the values of those entrusted with enforcing the rule of law. The good news, this time we have a better idea of the better values being brought to bear. Today, Politico.com reported that three Clinton veterans who opposed the excessive claim of war powers, Don Johnson, Martin Lederman, and David Barron, will now be running the Justice Department's Office of Legal Counsel, the office intended to advise on legality rather than rubber stamp as it did under Mr. Bush. All of them condemned the waterboarding rationales generated for Mr. Bush, but are not as uniform on other issues such as whether to prosecute torture. And still unknown is whether Mr. Obama will prosecute anybody at the NSA or higher for their illegal wiretaps, despite his pledge to follow evidence where it leads. No. And the awkward, inconvenient truth that as of Wednesday's edition of this news hour, the entire nation has now heard all the evidence a prosecutor might want. 
someone is guilty as hell. Mm. Joining us tonight on this issue, Jonathan Turley, professor of constitutional law at George Washington University. Thanks for your time again tonight, John. Hi, Keith. Let's rewind to the Obama statement. Uh, programs in accordance with our values and the rule of law. How much daylight might there be between that and any of it, the uh, analogs from the Bush White House? Not much. First of all, it responds in the future tense. You weren't asking whether he would do these things. Nobody thinks that Obama is George Bush. Uh, I think we believe that he's better than these past programs, but people aren't asking about the future. They're asking about the past. It takes a lot to avoid a very simple truism that if true, these would be crimes. And we prosecute crimes. We call people criminals who commit them. It's very easy to say. All you need to have is the principles and the courage to say it. The claims from Russell Tice. Uh, Mr. Bush's admission that he greenlit interrogations that included waterboarding. Are these not exactly the kinds of evidence that Mr. Obama said his prosecutors would pursue? He did. And what's troubling us is that he doesn't simply say the easiest possible thing. That's the conspicuous silence. The easiest thing is to say, I must prosecute war crimes because we have treaties that obligate us to do that. And any war crimes that we discover will be prosecuted. It's a very easy thing to say. It happens to be the law. And what really scares many of us is that nobody's saying that in the Obama camp. Let's say some kind of prosecution ensues. How does it get decided whether it's the grunts who did the, uh, did the actual torturing and waterboarding and what else not um, who get pursued in this or the people who told them to do it? Well, Keith, I have very little sympathy uh, for the people that committed uh, this torture. I've, I've heard President Obama say, you know, we don't want talented people at the CIA looking over their shoulders. Well, those talented people in this circumstance would be torturers. But in reality, nobody thinks that they're going to be prosecuted. They have something called an estoppel defense, where they can say that they were told by people like John, you, and others that what they did was legal. That does not protect the president and vice president, and they're the ones and the people just below them who deserve to be investigated and they must be prosecuted if they've committed war crimes or we will shred four treaties and at least four statutes and the problem here is that it wouldn't make Obama an apologist it would make him an accessory mm -hmm. he would be preventing the investigation of war crimes how could he go from that and say that he's all about the rule of law uh, the yeah, we'll stop it right there. Um, th there he goes. I mean, this this guy is good, and, and you know, I know Obama worships um, Barack Obama, but you know, again, he has Johnson Charlie on the show. Johnson Charlie breaks it down and basically says he's not. It's not that he's uh, you know condoning these war crimes. He's an accessory because he's covering up the investigation for them. And we got to we got to take yes. that hard line view at things. We can't. Uh, we can't let this guy, just because he's a nice guy and yeah. he's got a great smile, we can't let him get away with uh, covering up investigations into, into getting justice uh, for the American people and for the world. Well, that's the thing, this too, Ben. This president and... is not above the law. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I, amen. I mean, that's how much better could you possibly say it? But the other thing, too, is, and, and I don't want to go back to the birth certificate thing, but the, the point I'm trying to make is that we can't get answers from him on that front. No. And it really doesn't seem like he's going to make any prosecutions. I mean, there, there are some people saying, yes, okay, now with the Roe situation and now, uh, you know, the U.N. can't come out and, and they, they're talking about maybe prosecuting uh, uh, Rumsfeld and, and the Bush, Bush and company. Um, but I also want to talk about this Eric Holder promise, quote-unquote promise, allegedly, um, not to prosecute Bush crimes. We'll get to that. And your phone calls on the other side. More to talk about this, on, uh, Ben. I want to get your thoughts on it, too. Stay tuned. Show us your birth certificate. We're leaving.
Now, you and your friends and family can enjoy the cleanest, most delicious, and healthy drinking water anytime, even while traveling, camping, at sporting events, or in emergency situations. The Berkey Light removes bacteria, cysts, parasites, and harmful chemicals to below detectable levels. It reduces nitrates and unhealthy minerals like lead and mercury, while leaving in the beneficial and nutritional minerals your body needs. The Berkey Light is so powerful, it can purify raw, untreated water from remote lakes and streams. The optional PF2 filters even remove fluoride. The Berkey Light LED, with its rechargeable lighting system, can be used as a nightlight or camp light. To view or purchase your Berkey water system and replacement filters, please visit Freedom Underground Radio's website homepage at WFURadio.com and click the Berkey banner. Once again, that's WFURadio.com and click the Berkey water banner. Not yet available in Iowa. Hey, Jack Blood here, host of Deadline Live. I wanted to share with you my secret weapon in fighting the new world order. It's a new product called Enerfood. Enerfood is bar none the best health supplement I've tried, and I've tried them all. With many ingredients like spirulina, chlorella, dulse, kelp, barley, grass, alfalfa, leaf, beetroot, orange peel, winter cherry root, it really is nothing less than superfood. I couldn't imagine having to shop and prepare all of these ingredients, but now I don't have to. Enerfood's done it for me. A simple scoop of powder every day is all. All it takes. No fillers, no miracle claims, no magic bullets. Just a real product with real results. Call them today and mention Jack Blood and get a special discount. Get the two-pack special with the coconut oil powder. Call them now, 1-866-762-9238. 1-866-762-9238. Or simply go to enerfood.com. That's E-N-E-R, enerfood.com. Tell them Jack Blood sent you. Hamburger. Hemp, the superfood for you and your family. Hemp has nutritional values that far exceed any known plant. Hemp, used for food, clothing, and shelter since time began. Hemp, this God-given food source is controlled by your government, making it not legal to grow for American people and farmers, but legal to import. Our founding fathers grew hemp because they knew of the benefits it offered. The protein powder, seeds, and oil are available through HempUSA.org. Recommended daily intake of this food source will allow the body to heal itself from many ailments. Loaded with potassium, magnesium, calcium, essential fatty acids, amino acids, and nutrients not available in other plants. Hemp can be stored with a long shelf life as a life-sustaining food source for you and your family. Could this be the government's best-kept secret? Call today at 908-691-2608 and see what the powder, seeds, and oil can do for you. Learn. Help. Shop at HempUSA.org. We do not charge for shipping. That's 908-691-2608 or go to HempUSA.org today. You're listening to the future of talk. Freedom Underground Radio. Freedom Underground Radio. Just as WorldNetDaily.com uh, has been all over the Obama birth uh, certificate, you know, I guess, thing, if you will, the whole 
conspiracy of, of, of Barack Obama not being a citizen. They've Listen, been all Barack, over that. That's if right. the birth certificate is what it is, what's the big deal? <laughs> Amen. That's right. But Democrats.com, they have been all over this particular issue, which we left off with, about the Bush crimes and the Bush and company, uh, you know, the crimes themselves. And you know, are we going to hold these people responsible? And we mean the government, the new government coming in. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people are looking towards Obama to do a lot of these things. You know, they. I think the deception is still there, but um, there's another article out of Democrats.com recently, and it's it's talking about how Eric Holder allegedly promised Kit Bond that there would be no prosecutions. Uh, you can check this out certainly really? on our yeah on our yeah. website. I'll read interesting. A, yes, I know it is pretty interesting, isn't it? And we will get to your phone calls, but I'll read this really quick. Uh, Wednesday, this was updated today, really recently. In fact, an hour and 20 minutes ago, through an aide, uh, Holder is calling uh, Kit Bond a liar, but his written reply endorses the Nuremberg defense just following orders for government agents, which was yeah. explicitly Liar! rejected by the United States at Nuremberg. Uh, the aide definitely denied Senator Kit Bond's Republican Missouri, I believe, claimed that Holder had given him, quote, assurances of avoiding future prosecutions of Bush intelligence officials who engage in torturous interrogations. Eric Holder has not made any commitments about who would or would not be prosecuted, the aide said via email. He explained his position to Senator Bond as he did in the public hearing and his responses to written questions. And once again, you can definitely check this out, our delicious section on our website. For me, it's real simple, Ben. I mean, look, I, 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 would, I would like to see this administration hold them accountable. After all, they are criminals. Yep. Someone has to hold them accountable. We talked yesterday about the U.N. possibly with the help of you know several other nations. What was it, over 100 nations? Yeah. Or they're all interested now in possibly holding these, these men accountable for what they've done and the war crimes that they've committed. So uh, and, and I think as you accurately put it, I, you know, We'd rather see America do it. You know, there oh, are yeah. people than some other nation take it over. But either Absolutely. way, someone's got to hold these people accountable. Yeah, ben. I mean, we have to we have to look at it in the the hardcore way that you know Jonathan Tarley looks at it is <clears throat> it's not. It'd be nice if the Barack Obama administration did this. It's if they don't do this, they're criminals. That's the other they're point. criminals themselves. Yes, and then and and the same thing goes with the the whole UN thing and about how the UN wants to uh, you know kind of arrest them for being war criminals and 140 countries all around the world want to arrest them for being war criminals. No, no, no. It's our job and if we don't do it we are criminals. We have to look at it that way. Accessory to murders. Absolutely. You know, just like in any other court case. No, no question about it, Ben. And that's we have to we have to tell the world. Listen, these these nutbags came in. They coup d'état our country. They they use 9/11 fear to, to manipulate people. It's not an excuse, but we are going to prosecute them. We need to do that. And if they don't do it, if if the Obama administration uh, fails to prosecute the Bush administration, then how could you not make the argument that yes, they're in the same boat. These people are all in the same boat with one another. And yeah, it's just garbage in they refresh the garbage they make it look good and garbage back in so we gotta um, we gotta work together tony we gotta put our yeah, side our differences right. and garbage. change the country right we have to you know there's no time for that type of stuff but either way 512-879-3805 want to get your phone calls and your thoughts we're gonna go to kentucky and you're on the animal farm what's up you're trying to tell me that keith barack obama oberman is trying to tear the seat out of barack obama and I'm waiting for Fox News to start doing uh, cheerleader flips for uh, over, over Obama. <clears throat> What's your question? It seems like the, it seems like the world's up uh, upside down. And I figured I would just call in and you know weigh in with my buddies at the Animal Farm since I haven't called in in a while. Get out of here, Jeff! Is this you? Is, is this the famous and, uh, Sergeant Jeffrey from Kentucky? Yes or no? Yes, sir. This is me. Yeah! Dude, you, Jeffrey, yes, we've sir. missed you so much. We've been uh, cowering without you. We've been calling you out, man. 
Where have you been? <laughs> well, see, that's the thing. I've been. I've, I've got my own radio show now too at four o'clock in the freaking morning, and I've got to do my own research and stuff too. And on Oracle Broadcasting, cool, yes. And we just yes. had this winter weather kick the holy living hell of us. We just had the winter weather here just kick the holy living hell of us, and I've ended up with a tree in my house. So I've been a little busy. So. Ouch, <laughs> Jeffrey, you're on the Oracle Broadcasting Network, and yep. uh, what time can people tune into your show and give us all the information? 4 a.m. to 6 a.m., Monday through Friday, Central Standard Time. I basically, basically go over the same things you guys do, plus a little bit of, you know, personal training for people out there that want to get, you know, self-sufficient, stuff like that, survival training, medical training, stuff like that. So. Yes, Jeffrey. Stuff. That's actually good. I, I want to take you up on that offer, too. I need I need some personal defense training because, uh, you know, I'm weak. I'm weak and materialistic. I definitely got to get You are <laughs> one pathetic loser. So what's... <laughs> It's crazy. So central standard. I doubt that one very, very, very much. (laughs) Oh boy, the real Tony gets exposed. But anyway, Jeffrey. Yeah, I mean, uh, I think that's one of the other parts of that clip that I'm glad Ben played it. But I think it's interesting too because Obama has such. He's always been, or at least Democrats in general, who always been Oberman's kind of boys. And you know, a lot of his reports, even though his reports I think are very well done and accurate and ballsy in a lot of ways, if you don't mind the expression, Mm -hmm. he has always been very lenient towards the Democratic Party. And so the good thing that he does is that he brings people on like Jonathan Turley that can go out there and articulate the fact that Barack Obama is completely the same as George Bush in a lot of a lot of manners. And that if, you know, obviously, if he doesn't if he doesn't do this, he's a criminal himself. And, you know, getting that message out is is very good, despite uh, the fact that Olbermann worships, uh, you know, Barack. Mm hmm. I like the end of it when he was talking about how you guys didn't play it, but he was talking about how Obama gets to decide who it or what executive privilege is, and Bush is still claiming executive privilege even though he's not the executive anymore. Yeah, absolutely. And um, basically they they just uh, subpoenaed Karl Rove, and Rove was trying to use executive privilege, which you can debate until the cows come home whether he had executive privilege or not. But Obama said, no, 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 wait a minute. I'm the one who decides executive privilege and basically cut Rove off at the knees. So Mm -hmm. I guess we'll see where this is going. You know, I don't know. Yeah. Me, I'm not an Obama cheerleader, and personally, I, I didn't get, I, I didn't fall in line with the whole, uh, you know, the the, the uh, Kool Aid drinking party out there when November came along. But so be it. Yeah, absolutely, man. And and Rove is just a rat, man. He's a rat falling off the uh, falling off the ship, and he's using whatever he can to just uh, scratch the deck and keep keep aboard without you know getting drowned or whatever. But uh, he is he's an ultimate scumbag, and I, and well, it is it is very funny that he tried to use the prior administration's the executive is, order. Bunch of scum, dirtbag. <laughs> well, the thing of it is, is I want to see. The thing I want to see is I want to see some of these top leading generals. That were in underneath the Bush administration be brought up on the same type of charges. Um, Petra- uh, yes. um, Petraeus, I want to see him being, being brought up. I want to see the I want to see the generals that didn't step out right after the war kicked off, like my former uh, division commander did and Wesley Clark did, and say this war is a bunch of bullcrap. I want to see these generals start being brought up on charges. And once again, Jeffrey, let's just remind, I mean, everybody listening pretty much knows, but let's just remind folks that you are a veteran. And uh, why don't you just tell us really quick, and I want to ask you about this uh, private first class, Justin Schultz, but give us one more quick uh, summary as of what you did, what's your rank, this whole thing, so people don't think we're lying. I was uh, eight years combat, active duty, 
United States Army Infantry. He spent two tours in Kosovo, one in Iraq. The Iraq tour I pulled from 2004 to 2005. Was wounded in combat July 8th of 2004 due to a suicide bombing. So, yeah, I've been around the block. And, why, and really quick, too, we're uh, coming up on a break, Jeffrey, but really quick, as, as quick as possible, what are your thoughts? We talked about Justin Schultz, age 21, another pro- private first class, another guy who was electrocuted in the shower, uh, even after Ryan Massith, age 24, died of this less than six months ago, I believe. Um, any hope for our troops in their own barracks by at least getting grounded electricity, Jeffrey, or is that, that just too much money to spend? Well, you know what? I hope so because my brother just got into country in October in Sodder City. So I hope somebody's watching out for him. Yeah. Well, Jeffrey, I really hope so too. And as always, thank you for calling. And it's it's great to hear your voice again. And good luck thank with you. the show. And once again, yes, folks. Sir. Once again, it's uh, Oracle Broadcasting Network, and it's uh, four to six a.m. Central Standard Time. Mm-hmm. And it is the legendary. Um, Jeffrey Humphrey. Jeffrey, yeah, Jeffrey Humphrey from Kentucky. Great, great guy, and he's been a huge part of the show. Thanks for calling in. He got but... hit by a suicide bomber, man. I, I, I would have loved to ask him what it was like. Did it was it some was it a stereotypical thing? Was it did a towel head run in and go? Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, and just hit the button. Did they do that? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, is that what happened? I don't know. I mean, it's you know, obviously, it, it's one thing if you're getting injured in combat, but I just, I'm glad we got his take on that. And I, I really do hope things get better. I'm not seeing any advancement in the you know just the basic needs of our veter- of our armed, armed forces, much less the veterans here at home. But unfortunately, we try to monitor it and we try to at least give you folks the information about what's taking place. So, yeah. you know, I guess we can hope. That's pretty much what we do a lot here on the farm. We hope that things are going to get better, but uh, we shifted gears. They're getting back here. Um, ben, I don't know. Any last minute thoughts? someone like you cares a whole awful lot, nothing's going to get better. Let's play, not. Yeah, let's play that trailer when we get back. Alex Jones' new film, uh, what's it called again? Uh, Obama? Obama Deception. Obama Deception, right. Let's play that trailer because it actually sounds really good. That and so much more on the other end. Stay tuned. Obama is a Mac daddy. Are gasoline and diesel fuel costs eating away your personal and business finances? Stupid question, right? What if there was a simple, low-cost, and safe engine add-on that allowed your car, SUV, pickup, or even your semi to use water as a fuel? Yes, I said water. We have the answer. Go to hydrofreedom.com now to find out how you can boost your vehicle's gas mount by 30, 50, or even 70% or more using water and gasoline together. An easy-to-assemble add-on produces HHO, a combination of hydrogen and oxygen, often called Brown's gas. And the only byproduct created is good old water. Your engine will run smoother, last longer, and have more power, better engine performance, and less harmful emissions. You may even qualify for an IRS refund just for using it. Check us out at hydrofreedom.com. Break away from the oil cartel and save money in the process. Go to hydrofreedom.com to learn more. That's www.hydrofreedom.com. Deadline Live and Jack Ludd are proud to announce our new bookstore. Okay, it's not really our online bookstore where you can get every title, book, and DVD you hear about on our live show. It's brought to you by the people at Brave New Books. BraveNewBookstore.com is the newest, bravest, and most complete bookstore online today. And their DVD selection has all the titles you need to decode the new world order and fight the information war. BraveNewBookstore.com has awesome t-shirts to proudly display your patriotism and liberty stickers to alert the public at large. Brave New Books is physically located at 1904 Guadalupe Street under the Chase Bank Building 
building next to UT in Austin, Texas. So stop on by and maybe stay for one of their film showings. Go to bravenewbookstore.com now to peruse the virtual bookstore and look for the Jack Blood recommended section. Or call them at 866-516-6623. 866-516-6623 to order the books and videos you hear about on Deadline Live. Be the resistance. Tell your friends about bravenewbookstore.com. Government is best, which governs least. Wake up and smell the fascism. Being in government means never having to say you're sorry. What part of unconstitutional do you not understand, George? In today's world full of tyranny and injustice, sometimes it seems the only thing we still have is our freedom of speech. Exercise your freedom of speech by purchasing your choice of hundreds of different Liberty Stickers, from humorous to serious, at libertystickers.com. LibertyStickers.com can even customize your own bumper stickers. It's time to stand up for what you believe. Invest in your freedom. Get your stickers at LibertyStickers.com for your family, friends, and community. Go to LibertyStickers.com or call 877-873-9626. That's 877-873-9626. And express your freedom of speech today. Call 877-873-9626. That's 877-873-9626. News and information you can trust. You're listening to Freedom Underground Radio. Freedom. Freedom. Underground Radio. Freedom Underground Radio. Yeah, people can say whatever they want about Alex Jones. I think he's a great activist. He's doing great work. And, I agree, uh, Ben. Yeah, he's putting out this this new movie, The Obama Deception. The guy spits out documentaries left so and I'm right. I'm going to tell all you phony conservatives <laughs> and all you talk radio listeners that listen to all these fake conservatives, I want to just tell you something. I'd like to knock your teeth in, and I'd like to punch your eyes out. That's right. I love that. Now, how could you hate that? How could this you is hate his that? 22nd documentary. Is that right? Something like that, man. It's crazy. Dude, 22 documentaries. <laughs> I mean, that, that is, I don't I've never heard of seven. I've never heard of anything in like, like that in my life, and uh, I would agree with what you said, Ben. I, I have no reason to not like the guy, and I'm sure, you know, there's, there's certainly people out there that don't like us, so I guess after a while you just have this thing. But yeah. you know, I'm talking to the pig farm! <laughs> when he called in, that was the best. Uh, folks, if you ever get a chance, go to our YouTube channel. I think it's uh, youtube.com slash the Animal Farm Show or whatever. You could just do a search, and it's right on our website. But he uh, he called, and you know, we had him on a show once, kind of here and there, and then he called, and he, he pranked us, but he thought he could, you know, we could hear him, yeah, and know. it turned out to be a really funny time. So definitely check it out. It's a good laugh. And I'm but... talking to you right now, pig sucker! <laughs> <laughs> we had no idea. We were going on with our usual day, and... And it, what a great... More technical problems on the farm. Yeah, it, that, that was the only time a technical problem actually turned out in our favor, though. But yeah, play the uh, the new documentary, uh, whatever it is here, the uh, trailer. The Obama Deception. The Obama Deception. Right, yeah, play it. Play. On March 15th, a carefully crafted corporate fraud will be exposed and a vicious hoax will be revealed to the people of the world. Contrary to the rumors that you've heard, I was not born in a manger. I was actually born on Krypton and sent here to save the planet Earth. We cannot continue to rely only on our military in order to achieve the national security objectives that we've set. 
Everybody somewhere between the ages of 18 and 25 will serve three months of basic training. We've got to have a civilian national security force that's just as powerful, just as strong. Yes, we can. Obama South Carolina will include coverage of all essential medical services. Obama is a cruel hoax. He works for Wall Street. He's an agent of finance capital. Where did you come up with the number $700 billion? Here's the uh, Treasury spokeswoman's quote. It's not based on any particular data point. We just really wanted to come up with a really big number. To Democrats and Republicans who've opposed this plan, I say, step up to the plate. A few members were even told that there would be martial law in America if we voted no. Secretary Henry Paulson is no George Washington. I don't think anyone questions, Mr. Kashkari, that you're working hard. Our question is who you're working for. Obama pledged that he would resume the security and prosperity partnership talks between Mexico and Canada that President Bush initiated. The old boss is starting to look a lot like the new boss. Robert Gates is going to remain on the job as defense secretary for at least a year. Plenty of sources knew about this meeting, uh, told us and others that it was at Hillary Clinton's house, but clearly uh, it wasn't. We've got to give them a stake in creating the kind of uh, uh, world order that I think all of us would like to see. We see you causing a depression so you can blow out the economy and consolidate it and bankrupt it. We know that you are enemies of free humanity, and we are here standing against your tyranny. Yeah, I think that might be the issue. On March 15th, okay, yeah, the date, the people strike back. Yeah, the only the only thing I don't like about the trailer. Right now, the spiders creeping up. <laughs> oh boy! Front, oh god! Front legs out. It's get it just face going. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah, everything's all right. It's looking at us. Don't struggle. I'm the government. I'm here to help you, Kevin. Oh, don't listen to Alex. <laughs> don't mind those things. These are freedom. You'll be safe once I do this. Just let me get rid of Pikey Coming Thomas. No, no, don't struggle. Don't care. There. There, I'm getting closer now, Kevin. That's my funny. Teeth, I mean, my fangs and freedom. You were saying, uh, Ben, that, what, what did you not like about the trailer? Uh, <laughs> After the spider clip. They, <laughs> <laughs> they, they, right at the end of the trailer, it's got like a target thing uh, going to not you know Barack Obama Uh-oh. himself, but like the title, and then it says the people strike back, which is kind of bugged out a little yeah, bit to me. But, but yeah, uh, I'm sure it, it wasn't you know purposeful. Hopefully, it wasn't purposeful. I'm looking forward to seeing it though. I, I, I definitely uh, there's been a, you know it's like the culmination of all of the footage and things that we've talked about and maybe not even talked about. So I'm looking forward to seeing that, and mm-hmm. I think maybe we could uh, do a review of it, and maybe even have the guy on. That'd be great if we can get him on the show and and ask him some questions because you know it just the, the bottom line man is it just if he, seems... tra- if, if he treats us with respect and doesn't call us the pig farm no i don't mind the pig, the pig <laughs> farm is definitely the good day it's actually caught on some people actually refer to us as the pig farm which it's hey true. whatever whatever works for you man you know whatever floats your boat but the uh the other thing you know, oh got some animal noises here where it's else would animal noises be appropriate sure enough <laughs> but no it really just seems i mean you know we talk about it economically we talk about it with the prosecutions with the bush administration we talk about this national service plan we'll get into the fema camp situation and then we even talk about hate crimes and the the whole um what is it 
the fairness doctrine. Pardon me, my brain's not working tonight, Ben. Like mm-hmm. it never really is. But all of these areas just seem to point in in one direction, and that is that Obama is not only the same that uh, we're going to get a lot of the same problems. We're going to see the same legislation passed that we did with the Bush administration, but we're also seeing a lot of other things that are maybe even more nightmarish. I mean, every time I see that clip with those gentlemen, you know, with the pledge to Obama, with the with the arm movement, yes, we can. I mean, that freaks me out to the point where I'm getting scared. Because I'm literally a, getting scared. Because it's red China crap. It's Mao Zedong it's nonsense. Freaky. They're they're you know, Obama gives me the hope that I need to succeed in my life. Why the hell does Obama why, give you yeah, the hope? Would, why can't you get hope from yourself? Why guys, can't you get hope from uh you know your elders and and people around you? Why can't you learn the wisdom of others? Why do you have to worship this person in order to get crap done in your life? How pathetic are you? And yeah. then you and then you dress up in military outfits and do dances praising the person. Yeah. I mean you pathetic human being. And and, and I'm I'm not even necessarily against the idea that a, a politician or a public servant could give you hope. I think that's a great thing. It just seems to me that when we hear that clip from, uh, from Rahm Emanuel saying, you know, each person 18 to 25 is going to have to give three months or three years, whatever the hell he said, we can yes. play it back. It's just, it's what does that mean? What are you talking about? You're going to make Americans do service for the government? Yeah. And even though that just in and of itself no. sounds scary, the question is, where is this going to go? And, and, you know, that's the, the point. other point we're trying to make is there are questions. We yeah. have these questions. I'm not assuming anything. I certainly have my own, you know, personal predictions, and uh, they're, they're certainly not uh, I'm assuming they're optimistic. Gonna put us, I'm assuming they're going to put us in striped outfits and make us break rocks <laughs> and make license plates and things like that. <laughs> well, I got to tell you, Ben, you know, speaking of the striped outfits, and, and you know, we have to talk about this new legislation now uh, with these FEMA camps, HR 645. And I, I yeah, if it's dude. okay with you, man, I want to play this uh, the CNN report one more time regarding the the hate of Barack Obama in the form of racism. Absolutely. I want to refresh people's memory because I actually cut off the journalist Carol Costello at the very end. I want you to pay close attention to what she says. But once again, folks, this clip is on CNN, and you can check it out on our website. But it is using the term domestic terrorists, and this is something else that I'm freaking out about. And maybe it's I shouldn't be, but I am. So check it out. Internet-based hate against the country's first African-American president, we're learning, is on the rise. In fact, it may have triggered an increase in crimes against African-Americans as a whole. Last week, a 22-year-old Massachusetts man was arrested for killing two people as part of a plan to kill non-whites. Carol Costello has more. And just an Animal Farm tradition, an Animal Farm style, we're up against a break. I will play this clip when we get back. Carol Costello on CNN, then we'll talk about uh, this uh, FEMA camps. We're all going to the camps, folks. <laughs> Stay tuned. There are many types of storable foods, but how about a superfood that contains every nutrient that the human body needs for survival? 50% protein, 300 milligrams of potassium per ounce, and calcium and magnesium for your heart and bones, with many more nutrients found in this incredible food source that the government does not want you to have. This product is available in powder, seeds, and oil, and is shipped free to your door in the U.S. This product is illegal to grow in the U.S., but is legal to import. Don't waste time thinking about storing food, plan ahead and prepare for yourself and your family now and be in control of your destiny. 
You can save and invest your money, but in the end, food will be your greatest asset. Remember what the Word of God says in Ezekiel 7:19. Call 908-691-2608 and see what the powder, seeds, and oil can do for you. Remember, food will be your greatest asset. Call 908-691-2608. This product does not contain THC. Call 908-691-2608 today. Collectors, outdoor enthusiasts, survivalists. The Army-Navy store from your memory as a child is just that, a memory. But there is still one place to find everything from gas masks to ammo cans and find it cheap. MainMilitary.com. Get hard to find objects like real wool blankets for under 20 bucks, canteens for just $2, or trioxane fuel for just a dollar a box. M-A-I-N-E, Military.com with free shipping on items over $150, not including heavy items. Find surplus items for cheap now, like 30 caliber cleaning kit for just $2.99 a piece or a dozen for $30. Flare pistols are only $25. Want to add a brand new Israeli gas mask to your collection? Kids and adult sizes are just $20. Get G3 mags for just 2 bucks or a military fuel can for only $16. Add the siphon holes for another $7.99. Find it all online at MainMilitary.com. With shipping throughout the world, check out MainMilitary.com or call 877-608-0179. That's 877-608-0179. Call today. Gold prices are at historic highs, and with the recent pullback, this is a great time to buy. With the value of the dollar, risks of inflation, geopolitical uncertainties, and instability in world financial systems, I see gold going up much higher. Hi, I'm Tim Fry at Roberts & Roberts Brokerage. Everybody should have some of their assets in investment-grade precious metals. At Roberts & Roberts Brokerage, you can buy gold, silver, and platinum with confidence from a brokerage that's specialized in the precious metals market since 1977. If you are new to precious metals, we will happily provide you with the information you need to make an informed decision whether or not you choose to purchase from us. Also, Roberts & Roberts Brokerage values your privacy and will always advise you in the event that we would be required to report any transaction. If you have gold, silver, or platinum you'd like to sell, we can convert it for immediate payment. Call us at 800-874-9760. We're Roberts & Roberts Brokerage. 800-874-9760. No rules. No taboo topics. No fear of doom. We are Freedom Underground Radio. Everybody over there. Get on up. Everybody out there. Get into it. Everybody right there. Get involved. Everybody get Costello has more. Erica, you know this is really sadly predictable, right? You knew it wouldn't be too long before, well, the haters would spew their garbage online. They've been doing it ever since President Obama announced his intention to run, but they've ratcheted it up after the inauguration. Hi, Barack Hussein Obama. Inauguration Day, billed by many as Woodstock without the mud. It was all about peace, love of country, racial harmony and diversity. If only for a day. It's just beautiful. Brought tears to my eyes. Brought everybody closer together. But now Washington's Woodstock is being used by others as a tool for hate. Racist groups are using January 20th to recruit budding white supremacists. These groups are holding up the specter 
of uh, a kind of black family moving into the White House uh, as a horror show, a kind of slap in the face that is supposed to wake up white America uh, and bring thousands of people into these hate groups. The Southern Poverty Law Center tracks racism, including what's on the Internet. It says some hate groups claim their websites crash because of heavy traffic, and one claimed thousands of new members have signed up since the inauguration. In some cases, police say talk of hate on the web could be fueling violence against minorities. We shot her a few times in the back. In Massachusetts, police say a man told them he went on a brutal rampage to kill non-whites a day after President Obama's inauguration. He allegedly shot three black people, killing two before police stopped him. This is being described as, uh, I think, as a, as a methodical, premeditated event done by an evil individual. It's unclear whether Obama's presidency was a catalyst, but police wonder, telling me the suspect spent hours educating himself on white supremacist websites. The FBI also says threats against President Obama have increased since his election, and they're closely watching hate online. I think we've been very, very aggressive in looking at the potential of any white supremacy or domestic terrorism group to take some sort of action. This despite what appear to be words of caution from some prominent white supremacists mm -hmm. like former U.S. Representative David Duke. Duke is telling his online supporters that any violence against the president by a deranged white person would be a catastrophic act for white Americans because it would inflate Obama's stature. I don't even know what to think about that. Of course, all this talk, this garbage is free speech and that is protected in this country. You can say any nasty thing you want if it isn't threatening. The FBI says it is watching, though, and feels it's got the situation under control. So, Every yeah, I, I think there is some concern. I, you know, and I, I'm playing it again just to kind of refresh. And plus, uh, Costello here, Carol Costello, you know, she <clears throat> is openly against these groups who hate Obama, but at least she does have the courtesy to say, yes, well, free speech is. And you like to look at her. That's why you're playing she's, it again. Yeah, she's well, she's mildly attractive. Beautiful little female. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> like, get into that nonsense all of a sudden. But uh, certainly, you know, it, it just seems like uh, with every, every president that comes in here, of course, there's going to be naysayers and there's mm. going to be hate. And, you know, certainly not condoning any of the racist stuff here. That's not why we play the clip. I just feel that they're using these types of things as excuses. So there are really racist, and there certainly have been people yeah. who have tried stupid things against Obama. And uh, like anything else, a problem reaction solution can be very effective if, indeed, they're trying to curb free speech even further and uh speaking of that and in legislation in that well, regard I mean, before before you move on let yeah me, no go ahead. I, I just sure. want the, the thing that i took away from that clip was that they're trying to merge everything together they're trying to merge, ter merge terrorism together with hate crimes with racism with regular crimes and they're trying to bunch it all into one thing um and that's what that's what eventually we're gonna we're gonna get in this country is going to be a paranoia towards terrorism and all crime is going to be considered terrorism and uh that's and that's how they're going to start locking up every you know, normal human being in the country and trying to get rid of political dissidents. Yeah, and, and well, the evidence points to it, Ben. I mean, the Fairness Doctrine, they're talking about the Fairness Doctrine, completely anti-American. Mm -hmm. They're talking about uh, the FBI is now, quote, watching hate online. Yeah. And listen, by all means, I think the FBI has that responsibility. They, any attempt or any threat made to the president has to be addressed. I don't know, I'm all for that part of it. Mm -hmm. It just seems like the more you look into these things, it seems like people like us could easily fall into this category because we don't approve of Obama. We're not making any yeah. threats on his life, certainly not. 
not. Uh, that's not what we're all about. But, you know, you, you talk about these things. You talk about the limitations on free speech, especially over the last six to eight years. And then you hear about H.R. 645, and it's like, whoa. I mean, exactly. what are we supposed to think as Americans? What? So if we don't participate in these service plans or if we say anything against the government, they want to put us in these camps. And why are there so many of these camps? Bullshit. How could you show this to anybody and have them say, well, whatever, big deal. This is a little experiment, Ben, and I'm going to try to do it uh, with a couple of people that I know. But show them H.R. 645, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, you know, try to give them the summary, if, if you know, or at least have them read it. But tell me what's good about this. Tell me how this is going to help America. It's such a sad situation, man. I've, I've literally pointed out the executive orders, the 11,000 executive orders out there. Um, not all the 11,000, but the, the ones in the 11, uh, the, yeah, yeah. the, the late 10,000s to 11,000 range right. have showed those to people. And literally people have said to me, so what? The government has the rights to close, close down the roads and put us in work grids. No. That's their job. That's what they have to do in case no. of an emergency. That's why the laws are passed. And it's kind of like, you idiot, don't you understand that that corrupt individuals go into t- governments, hijack the governments, take the laws, pass executive orders so that they can pl- lock up political dissonance. That's the, that's the historic norm History. that happens all the time. There's never been a case where it hasn't happened when they, when they uh, put executive orders out there or any type of orders whatsoever to lock up political dissonance or lock up the enemy, the terrorist. Every time they dip into the pond of of pointing out their own people, it is always used right. in, uh, it, to, to point out political dissidents, put them in camps, and freaking eventually kill them. I mean, I'm not being paranoid here. I'm looking at history just, and seeing the same crap happening. Well, that, that's, that's the way it is. Well, that's the other thing, too. How, do, how are we – how is anybody supposed to alert their fellow friends, neighbors, family, you know, Americans – What's the right way to do it? Because when you, when you act like we act, you get called conspiracy nut, tinfoil hat wearers. We've all been called it. Mm-hmm. How are you supposed to say, hey, by the way, uh, we'll get to sports in you know, two minutes, but check it out. They're going to build these FEMA camps, and if you say anything against Obama, you're going to be put into them. Isn't that great? I mean, what's yeah. the proper way? We talked about Ray Kelly and the NYPD uh, talking about the ability or they're trying to now figure out a way that if there is a terrorist event, they're going to shut all the cell phones down. So, mm-hmm. you know, all of these threats, the borders are still not secure. They're never going to be. Yeah. Uh, you know, we're locking up border agents, yet – Iran, they're the huge, the biggest threat. Afghanistan, we got to, you know, mm-hmm. employ more war. And here at home, we have to spend all of this money to figure out ways just to get us in these camps yeah. and shut our cell phones off, just in case. And then taking it to a step, another step further, you know, look at look at the, the fact of government-sponsored terror. Look at false flag operations and the reality that those exist. Um, no, you that know, never happens, Ben. You're government-sponsored terror. You're out of your mind. You're no, a conspiracy you look, theorist. Look at Operation Northwoods and, no. and, and understand that. You know, sometimes governments do this to their own people. Oh, my gosh, that's that's such a crazy thing to say. But they do. Historically, it happens. Wake up and deal with that, no? you, you, you young bastards out there. <laughs> well, even you, old. Even old. I mean, you, <laughs> I, I guess I should say you psychologically young children yeah. out there. I got to um, tell you. Wake up and realize that. I got to tell you the truth, Ben. Yeah. I find that people that are older than me are the most ignorant people because they have this conception that, well, I've been around. I'm, I'm 46. I, I was, I've lived here longer than you. I have experience, dude. Granted, that that may be true, but you also have a lot more closed-mindedness going on yeah. because you just don't want to look. You don't want to look. Mm-hmm. You just think it's your way, and you won't look at what I'm trying to tell you. And you get that same kind of response when you say, "Look, don't listen to me." And that's what we say on the show: "Don't listen to us. We're nuts." Okay, we're admittedly crazy. Fine, I can live with that. I can. Live with that. You know what, Ben? Don't Wait. say that. They're gonna, well, I, you know, I don't man. care. I'm not here to be popular. Yeah, honey, he's crazy. <laughs> it's right. You know, I am out of my mind. But 
just for the time being, before you can dub me that, you know, please look this at. And so what are we talking about? People who are all rolling their eyes out there and are ready to prank us. I want to talk about this new uh, authorization, uh, FEMA camps in the U.S. Uh, let's see here. A new bill introduced in Congress authorizes the Department of Homeland Security to set up a, fee- a network of FEMA camp facilities to be used in concentration camps. Let's call them what they are. But anyway, I'll call them what they want. No, they're hotel rooms. Right. Uh, and they have, yeah. <laughs> yes. they have steam baths and uh, massage brothels. parlors, brothels. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> come come to our camp. You'll get laid. That's right. So it's not Camp David, folks. Facilities, FEMA camp facilities to be used to, to house Into U.S. The freaky citizens. Things? Come to our camp. We'll shock oh. your testicles. Oh, yeah. You mean John, is that the John U. camp? Uh, okay, so let me try again. A new, Sorry. It's okay. It's all right. Network of FEMA camp facilities to be used. That's right. To house U.S. citizens in the event of a national emergency, whatever that might be, like a snowstorm, Ben. History dictates Congress lies to get initial legislation passed when the functionality slowly changes. The National Emergency Centers Act or H.R. 645. Once again, H.R. 645. Check it out. The PDF is here. I don't know how. I can delicious the PDF, can't I? I don't know. Uh, no, I think this one is. Well, actually, yes, I Brownie, can. you're doing a heck of a job. Thank you, George. I appreciate that. I'm going to just do this live because I don't really care. Uh, so do here, it. Here's the PDF, delicious, on AnimalFarmShow.com. And the, do it live! That's right. And the article, if I can ever get back to it, yes, is from Rescue Liberty. I'll start again. The National Emergency Centers Act, or H.R. 645, mandates the establishment of, quote, national emergency centers, end quote, to be located on military installations for the purpose of to providing temporary housing, medical, and humanitarian assistance to individuals and families dislocated due to an emergency or major disaster. So on the top of it, I know the average response for anybody who even looks at this, wow, come on, you know, if something happens, we need a place to go. They're going to provide military service. They're going to provide medical help. Yeah. They're going to provide you know, warm beds. Uh, maybe so, man. Maybe so. Maybe I'm just <laughs> freaking out. It's very, very possible. But I don't know, man. I don't think so, man. They're going to provide Look at beds Katrina. Like look what happened during Katrina and the complete disaster that was Katrina. Anyway, folks, uh, Ben, go ahead. You, you, tell me what you're thinking here, because I, I don't want to read this whole article. You can always read it for God, yourselves. And by all means, folks, 512-879-3805 is the number. Why should I not be freaked out? Just tell me, and I will listen. Mm-hmm. And Ben will, too. Wouldn't you listen, Ben? I would listen. Uh, <laughs> John Warner Defense Act, also, um, that literally gets rid of habeas corpus, mm-hmm. um, and if you and, and, and then also a couple HR bills. Um, I watched Washington, You're Fired Again, man, and he just went over all, all over again. William Lewis, or good friend here on the farm went all over just all the all the disgusting legislation that's already been passed and now uh, they're get, they're taking even further now they're going to expose the camps for what they are now they're going to you know start escorting people there and oh it's a good place to go right oh it's a wonderful place to go oh the economy's bad you're out of money why don't you just come to our camp we'll help make things better you know? yeah. yeah, we're here to help you. The government is here to help, right? Yeah. Just like they've always been throughout history. Ben, good good point there. I mean, William Lewis is a fantastic, not only is he a great interviewee, uh, but I think uh, his film is very, very much, it's more appropriate now than maybe even when it was made. So maybe Absolutely. it's time to get him back on the on the farm when we start getting our guests back on. And let's get him back on and let's see what he starts thinking, especially with H.R. 645. But Definitely. if you guys want to purchase that film, go to AnimalFarmShow.com. Definitely purchase it through our site. You guys can help us out. And we do have a donate button on the site, so if you want to help us out, if you can, that'd be great, too. We appreciate it. When we get back, much more news, and we'll cover more of this HR 645. Stay tuned, folks. Can you 
believe there are forces that don't want you to hear Freedom Underground Radio? We are forward-thinking individuals, pioneers of new media and digital space. FU Radio represents truth without fear. We are always finding new and unique ways to inform people. You can help. Visit our donations page and keep Freedom Underground Radio the pulse of new media. Launch sequence initiated. chairman of the board of the Union Broadcasting Systems and he died at 11 o'clock this morning of a heart condition and woe is us. We're in a lot of trouble. So, a rich little man with white hair died. What has that got to do with the price of rice, right? And why is that woe to us? Because you people and 62 million other Americans are listening to me right now because less than 3% of you people read books. Because less than 15% of you read newspapers. Because the only truth you know is what you get over this tube. Right now, there is a whole, an entire generation that never knew anything that didn't come out of this tube. This tube is the gospel, the ultimate revelation. This tube can make or break presidents, popes, prime ministers. This tube is the most awesome goddamn force in the whole godless world. And woe is us if it ever falls into the hands of the wrong people. And that's why woe is us that Edward George Ruddy died. Because this company is now in the hands of CCA, the Communication Corporation of America. There's a new chairman of the board, a man called Frank Hackett, sitting in Mr. Ruddy's office on the 20th floor. And when the 12th largest company in the world controls the most awesome goddamn propaganda force in the whole godless world, who knows what shit will be peddled for truth on this network. So you listen to me. Listen to me. Television is not the truth. Television is a goddamn amusement park. Television is a circus, a carnival, a traveling troupe of acrobats, storytellers, dancers, singers, jugglers, sideshow freaks, lion tamers, and football players. We're in the boredom-killing business. So if you want the truth, go to God. Go to your gurus. Go to yourselves. Because that's the only place you're ever going to find any real truth. But, man, you're never going to get any truth from us. We'll tell you anything you want to hear. We lie like hell. We'll tell you that uh, Kojak always gets the killer and that nobody ever gets cancer in Archie Bunker's house. And no matter how much trouble the hero is in, don't worry. Just look at your watch. At the end of the hour, he's going to win. We'll tell you any shit you want to hear. We deal in illusions, man. None of it is true. But you people sit there day after day, night after night, all ages, colors, creeds. We're all you know. You're beginning to believe the illusions we're spinning here. You're beginning to think that the tube is reality and that your own lives are unreal. You do whatever the tube tells you. You dress like the tube. You eat like the tube. You raise your children like the tube. You even think like the tube. This is mass madness, you maniacs. In God's name, you people are the real thing. We are the illusion. 
So turn off your television sets. Turn them off now. Turn them off right now. Turn them off and leave them off. Turn them off right in the middle of the sentence I'm speaking to you now. Turn them off. Animal Farm Radio Show, Woo! the one and only AnimalFarmShow.com is the website. Come hang out with us. Yeah, come check out the, the farm. farm, dude. Yeah. Absolutely. 512-879-3805. That's the number to call us if you want to uh, if you want to join us here live on the far farm. Uh, let me say that again. 512-879-3805. If you'd like to Stick drop around. us, hang out with us, right? <laughs> if you'd like to drop us an instant message, Animal Farm Show is the AOL instant <laughs> message screen name. Um, and uh, Tony, what did you want to get in here? Because we we did we were just go- going over the HR six eighty five. Is that six forty five? Six forty five. Six four five. Folks, HR six forty five. It is on our website. It's the uh, PDF is right there. I mean, by all means, download the PDF like I did. I'm going to read it again. I skimmed through it like I often do before the show. But no, you know what? Look, I could be wrong here, Ben. Maybe I'm just freaking out. Maybe I'm just you know completely insane. But it just doesn't seem like this is you know <laughs> what I want to see coming out of this government right now, especially with all of the things that we need to fix uh, you know, in the upcoming months in the first hundred days, the honeymoon. <laughs> uh, I, I know people are infatuated with this man. I'm glad he brings hope. I think hope is a very good thing. Uh, I just fear that uh, you know we are falling into – well, not only are we falling into the same traps as before, but it almost seems like we're going so far back. Uh, mentally as a population, almost to the point when back in the day, like our parents, they, you know, not the hippie age, but before that, where you really didn't even question the government. Yeah, you disagreed, you know, you're Republican, Democrat, this whole thing. But yeah. my goodness, are we going backwards, folks? The lesson to learn after the past eight years, if you've learned nothing, is don't automatically trust any government official because you like him or because maybe he has broken down civil rights barriers, which has happened. Mm-hmm. And I'm all for that. We've always said that. We keep saying it over and over again. Yes, we're all for that part of it. But look, come on. I mean, we're in major, major crisis mode as a country, as a nation, and the whole world is 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 following. Iceland's government just collapsed, yeah. for, you know, for the love of God. So, well, they're definitely gearing up I for some kind of heads from Shaolin behind. Yes, I definitely think it has it to do with the economy. Um, you know, no just, question, There's, there's going to be riots out there. There's going to be all types of bad things that happen once uh once the dollar just completely fails. If the dollar completely fails, we don't know if that's necessarily going to happen. But according to Ron Paul, it is. Yeah, I mean, uh, they certainly have made plans uh, to deal with the the rubble, the troublemakers as they are called, um, to, to deal with them and lock them up and shut them up. The naysayers. Yes, to make sure that everything's okay. One thing, one question that I have uh, that really just sparks me as weird and odd was the fact about how Obama keeps getting uh, compared to Abraham Lincoln. What is this all about? How does it happen? Why does it happen? It keeps happening on television. The inauguration day, I saw people holding up pins that said Abraham Lincoln and uh, and Barack Obama and had their yeah. faces right next to each other. Very, very bizarre. Is he? Is Barack Obama going to start uh, arresting sitting congressmen? Is he going to start, you know, <laughs> is no, he going to start locking up journalists? I why don't you remind that... us, Ben, because you know a lot more about Abe Lincoln than I do. Why don't you remind us? Go ahead. Well, that's what Abraham Lincoln did. And, you know, uh, um, obviously... In the Constitution, it does say you have the have it does say the government has the right to stifle rights um, in cases of open rebellion and things of that nature. But uh, you know, if you're if you're locking up sitting congressmen like like Abraham Lincoln did, locking up journalists that that um, that I guess I guess are against your policies, uh, that would be the thing that would incite rebellion. 
Irony. Uh, Isn't it ironic, the, though? Yeah, I know. But once again, you know, like like history repeating itself. He he goes out there, he causes a problem, so, starts the rebellion. The rebellion happens, and then he starts taking away rights left and right. Um, and I hate to I hate to sit there and you know badmouth Abraham Lincoln. I mean, I think he was he was a great president in a lot of ways, but uh, in other ways, he just he had absolutely had no clue and made himself a tyrant. Made himself an absolute tyrant. Uh, and I do not know why Barack Obama keeps getting uh, a compared to him. And it is very oh, wow. bizarre that it keeps happening and now this this website coming out new legislation authorizes fema camps in the united states hr 645 that is like insane you know the fact the the fact that you know that that's being prepared for uh just makes you think twice man how much of this is orchestrated how much is not um how much of it is coincidence etc etc in the government certified pdf which i'm looking at it's a bill to direct the security of homeland security to establish national emergency centers on military installations. Yeah. And then, you you know, the, the argument just can go everywhere from here. Well, if all this friggin' money is being spent on anti-terrorism and all of our freedoms are being taken to prevent terrorism, then why would we need these military installations to house civilians? Or yeah. so, And I'm using the word civilian, of course, in quotes. But no, it's it just, you know, it's just no consistency. And that's the other reason why I think we, we naturally question what's going on. This is absolutely absurd. And, you know, I, I know they have this great cloak, which is the Obama administration. But, uh, folks, man, I, you know, I don't know what to tell you, man. This is going the on. The bigger this is, the lie, yeah. the easier the sell. Amen. Yeah. It, it's so true. It really is. I mean, it's it's amazing how uh, people out there, you know, despite the, the fact that he was sworn in and it's this big civil rights thing. Yes, I understand that. But, folks, man, you know, I can't believe that anybody in this country in their right mind would worship any politician right now, especially after we've been yeah. duped so many times. We're going to get duped again. I mean, we just don't learn. And, and, you know, you're right, Ben. History, people just look at their textbooks and they think, oh, Abe Lincoln. He's on the penny. He's just a, he's he's a great you know president. Yeah. He was he's most celebrated president ever. And of course, but he's you awesome. tell people, yeah, you tell people he locked up a sitting congressman, and they, they get, don't care about that. Go, ben, that doesn't mean anything to but them. But they go, holy crap! The people that I know that I've talked to that love Abraham Lincoln, and I've told them he locked up a sitting congressman. Mm. That person thinks twice about stuff. They go, oh crap! Wow, that's pretty impressive. He locked up a a sitting congressman. That's that's not cool at all. No wonder why the South thought he was a tyrant. Maybe the South wasn't fighting for you know to keep their slaves and to whip black people. More, uh, maybe they were fighting for their freedom. Who knows? Right. But but what I'm saying is that you know, like you just said, it's a consistency thing. And the only thing really, there is nothing consistent about what's happening no, lately. Nothing. But the only thing consistent about it is locking up political dissidents right. and killing them. That's the only thing that that makes any type of sense. Therefore, I have to assume that that's what's going on. Right. Well, that's what we said earlier, and that we were both what talking earlier about. All we're seeing is more limitations on freedoms. And I, I don't I don't want to compare Obama to. Bush, but how could I not? Mm -hmm. How could we not sit here and say, well, let's see. The fairness doctrines in cahoots. They're thinking about turning our cell phones off in an emergency. And now, H.R. 645 is introduced, yeah. where they're going to house us in military bases. But Patriot Act not being repealed. Oh John Leonard oh. Defense Act not yeah. being repealed. H.R. 1955 not being repealed. This this man, and it, again, we go back to the Jonathan Turley mentality. If he doesn't repeal these, he's a criminal himself. He's part of the, he's part of the crime. Exactly. That's the way it works. It's not, he can't go, he can't can't blame it on oh the Bush administration implemented those bills that was unconstitutional that's what that was them that had nothing to do with me bull crap buck stops at you buddy if you don't get rid of this, these things you are the criminal oh, yourself you're allowing it to happen you're condoning it to ha you know ha you're condoning it period and you're a criminal and you deserve to go where you're going and I'm gonna take you there yeah and I think any you know political talk show any talk show that deals with anything regarding news and information I think could probably spend at least three hours on HR 645 I'm not gonna do that now I want to transition to Iran. Because we're trying to get, you know, we try to 
roll through news at a very fast pace. Pardon me, power <laughs> segment. semi-fast pace, <laughs> semi-fast. Yeah. We're not going fast. We're going semi-fast. But, I mean, look, come now on. Now it's your turn. Yeah, I mean, you know, when, when this guy won the election, when we had our f- first couple of shows in WFU, and we kept uh, we kept making our predictions, but we said, look, we're going to have to see. We're going to have to see. We're going to have to let things play out. Mm-hmm. Time will tell. And you even said that. And, yes, time is telling us, man. Look at what's going on. I mean, I don't see anything changing course. But, sure enough, Hillary now, Secretary of State Hillary Clinton, after all of the sexual tension on stage between her and Obama. I thought they were, I thought they were either going to fight or get naked on stage half the time. <laughs> useless television, use, useless debating, because we're just bickering back and forth. But now she and he and even McCain, now everybody just in the same boat. Lovers. Just, just once again, I'm going to remind you where her, her stance is. I, I want to move on. This was during the primaries. To Iran, if I could. And, and Senator Obama earlier this morning was highly critical of your, your statement that we would be able to obliterate Iran if it attacked Israel. Did, did you go too far when you said that? No, I didn't, because I think it's very important that, number one, we try to prevent Iran from getting nuclear weapons. I've been pause that saying for that for some time. I can pause it, Ben. Yeah. Okay, so, so you know, we constantly criticize Iran for saying they're going to wipe Israel off the map. Sure. And they didn't even say that. It was a mistranslation. But she literally goes out there and says, we will wipe Iran off the map, and she gets nothing. She gets no uh, opposition whatsoever. It makes me sick. Keep in mind. Sorry, keep going. No, you're right. Uh, good point. And keep in mind, too, Ben, this was when, this is when she was still in the running for the nomination. So this is not a recent, as far as weeks or maybe even a month ago, this is when she was still running for president. Mm-hmm. And you're right. There's, there's no, the hypocrisy is so thick. You can, you know, you can look, you can see it. Yeah. But you're not, yes. Sick to my stomach. We'll get into Iran. And, you know, yes, they're, they're developing nukes, even though there's no technology, no proof of that at all. We'll get into the International Institute. Uh, let's see, what is this here? The International Institute of Strategic studies just came out and said they're very close to their first nuclear weapon. Okay, well, we'll get into that soon, and I'm looking into research there. But uh, let's finish up this clipping and move on. I think it's very important that, number one, we try to prevent Iran from getting nuclear weapons. I've been saying that for some time. Number two, that we have a diplomatic process with Iran, something that I think I was the first person, uh, certainly in any of the campaigns, to come out for several years ago. But number three, we need to make it very clear, like we did during the Cold War, where thousands of missiles were pointed at us. And- now, keep in mind, she's comparing Russia during the Cold War to Iran. Now, right or wrong, Ben, absolutely didn't insane. Russia have actual weapons and, and, and a huge military force? Weren't they at least, you know, competing with us? Wasn't there at least a chance they could bomb? I mean, Iran doesn't even have a weapon yet. She's, they don't even have one yet. She's smoking crack, pointed man. at the Soviet God. Union that there is a price to be paid. And when we look at Iran, we don't really know who's making a lot of these decisions. There's a parallel government, right. as you know, Ooh. the elected leadership of Ahmadinejad, the <laughs> so, clerical like leadership. We have here? Sounds kind of familiar, doesn't it? <laughs> the supreme leader. And so when the question was asked, what would the United States do? were Iran to launch a nuclear attack on Israel. And see, there is the pudding. The pudding is right there. Do you see the pudding, Ben? I see the pudding. She just smoke it what you're smoking. She just gave you the pudding and, and, and the, 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 the bread and the cheese and all that you needed to know about this clip. And that's why I wanted to play it again. I'm sorry we're repeating some things here, but it, you know we're trying to document these things and trying to keep ourselves honest In and sane. In my line sane. of work, you've got to keep right. repeating things over and over <laughs> and over again for the truth to sink in. That's right. I learned exactly. that. I learned that from Bush, but the proof is in the pudding. And there it is. And, you know, I guess I'm going to be uh, credited now for being against Jews or something. But, yes, it seems like Obama and his administration, especially Hillary Clinton, are very much and they're openly in favor of continuing the support for Israel. Mm -hmm. And we've talked about this at some length. Not only should I I think we should personally break off that 
entangling alliance, right, to use the, the right language, right, Ben? Yes. But, uh, you know, Ron Paul in his book, like we talked about, also says that it would t- it would help them if we broke off the tie. They're the fourth strongest military in the world. Well, because, well, because we, give they them, us? we give them lots of weapons. That's right. why they love us. That's why go. they need us. Um, and they will they will continue doing what they want to do. But, I mean, he, you know, he, he says... The problem with them is, uh, or us being friends with them, is that they, you know, they, I guess they get a lot of weapons, but w- they're kind of tied to us. They're not able to dependent. They're dependent on us, I guess. And and uh, I I think I don't know what he's saying here. If he's if if Ron Paul is literally saying, well, the only reason they're not able to obliterate their enemy is because the United States is in the way. I don't know if that's what he's saying or not, but maybe it is what he's saying. I don't. Maybe he thinks that they need to have it out. I kind of think that in myself, in my own way. I just, for for me, it's we have no business being there whatsoever. Um, and if they if they need to work out their problems, and they need to work out their problems, I I don't I don't know what I else agree. to do because what's happening right now, it's like we're dragging on this one thousand year war, and generations of kids are getting their arms and legs blown off, you know, and hatred is just is amounting uh, stack thousands of years stacking on top of each other, and it's making it worse and worse. I don't know. I agree, and that's why, and that's why it's so hard to try to make the point that I don't agree with our alliance yet I'm not against them fighting defending themselves I'm not against them yeah. or their or their you know the, the wars that they're fighting I mean yeah I don't like the war that just took place in Gaza I think yeah. it's horrible I think horrible things happen on both sides but look like you said if they want to fight let them fight we have to get back to American principles here we'll talk about Hillary and I guess her name is Tzipi to stop the Iran enrichment Zippy. yeah Zippy call her Zippy Z- these two Z- chicks we'll get back stay tuned <laughs> she's fat and ugly Storable food. Storable food. HempUSA.org has an inexpensive, nutritionally dense, high-frequency food. Hemp, known around the world, will boost your immune system and increase energy levels. Detoxifies the body and reduces junk food cravings. Burns fat and builds muscle. And is easy to digest, non-allergenic, and gluten-free. Can be made into smoothies, breads, muffins, pancakes, cookies, you name it. The entire planet should make this a staple food in their diet. The seeds will scrape the colon wall. The powder will feed the body vital minerals. And the oil will clean the arterial walls and feed the brain. Try our powder, seeds, and oil today. Call 908-691-2608 or go to HempUSA.org. That's 908-691-2608 at HempUSA.org. Remember, vacuum packaging this food will have at least a five-year shelf life stored in a cool, dark, dry place. Holidays are coming, and this would make a perfect gift for friends and family. Call today, 908-691-2608 at HempUSA.org. And remember, let your food be your medicine, and your medicine be your food. Government is best, which governs least. Wake up and smell the fascism. Being in government means never having to say you're sorry. What part of unconstitutional do you not understand, George? In today's world full of tyranny and injustice, sometimes it seems the only thing we still have is our freedom of speech. Exercise your freedom of speech by purchasing your choice of hundreds of different Liberty Stickers, from humorous to serious, at libertystickers.com. LibertyStickers.com can even customize your own bumper stickers. It's time to stand up for what you believe. Invest in your freedom. Get your stickers at LibertyStickers.com for your family, friends, and community. Go to LibertyStickers.com or call 877-873-9626. That's 877-873-9626. And express your freedom of speech today. 
Call 877-873-9626. That's 877-873-9626. Now, you and your friends and family can enjoy the cleanest, most delicious, and healthy drinking water anytime, even while traveling, camping, at sporting events, or in emergency situations. The Berkey Light removes bacteria, cysts, parasites, and harmful chemicals to below detectable levels. It reduces nitrates and unhealthy minerals like lead and mercury while leaving in the beneficial and nutritional minerals your body needs. The Berkey Light is so powerful, it can purify raw, untreated water from remote lakes and streams. The optional PF2 filters even remove fluoride. The Berkey Light LED with its rechargeable lighting system can be used as a nightlight or camp light. To view or purchase your Berkey water system and replacement filters, please visit Freedom Underground Radio's website homepage at WFURadio.com and click the Berkey banner. Once again, that's WFURadio.com and click the Berkey water banner. Not yet available in Iowa. Online, all the time. Your gateway to the world. Freedom Underground Radio. I encourage you to refer to this program frequently. Freedom Underground Radio. Uh, well, the chat room has gone to absolute crap tonight. <laughs> I think it's it, it's it's electrified. It's. There's a lot of things going on. And it's you know incredible, what? man. I guess we're going to have to take the go with the bad, but you know what? Yeah, it, get it, out of the chat room. Call the Animal Farm. Participate in our program. 512-879-3805. That's 512-879-3805. I think we'll probably even take a phone call from Mark at this point. That's how desperate we are. Oh, my are. God. <laughs> let's, let's not ask for that. But sure yeah. enough, anybody's allowed to call and say whatever they want. Just no profanity because we will boot you for that. But uh, you know what it is, man? Just on the chat room itself, any chat room, at least from in my experience, you know, the whole point of the chat room is for people, obviously, to talk. Talk about things and hold conversations and whatnot. Uh, but you know, once you kind of break the bounds, once you start making fun the of hell people, are they talking and, about man? I don't know. I, I'm not saying anybody's doing anything wrong. All I'm saying is, once people start feeling uncomfortable because of name calling and stuff, which I don't think is happening here, uh, I'm not really sure. I haven't really been following it. Then it breaks down, and that's when people start leaving. But hopefully, it doesn't happen. And hopefully, we can. Hopefully, we can all just get along, Ben. But, uh, just get that's, along. That's not how Hillary Clinton thinks about things. And sure enough, she met with the. Um, the chick. I called her a chick, Ben, and that was my bad. But Hillary and <laughs> why is that it's, your bad? Well, her name is TZIPI. It's Zippy or a Zippy, and they're going to work now because it's so important that we stop Iran from enriching uranium, Ben, because they're obviously an imminent threat to us and the world. <clears throat> Israel too. A U.S. Secretary of State and Israel's foreign minister have reportedly reached an agreement to work together in dealing with Iran's nuclear program. We'll get to that next. But Israel's Delhi Harat said Israeli Foreign Minister, I'll call her Zippy Livni. I'm sure it's wrong. And the new U.S. Uh, U.S. Secretary of State Hillary Clinton made a deal during a phone conversation on Thursday. The report added that they also agreed to take joint measures to halt Iran's uranium enrichment program. Clinton officially gained the control of the U.S. State of Department on, on Thursday. <laughs> the U.S., Israel, and their European allies accused Non-Proliferation Treaty, or NPT, signatory Iran, of developing a nuclear program for military purposes. Tehran says it only seeks civilian applications of the technology. We've heard that a hundred times. Last week, Clinton said that the Obama administration would pursue an attitude towards engagement with Iran that might bear fruit. Interesting 
how you'd say might bear fruit. Interesting. I like to fish. Uh, me too, George. <laughs> Germany's foreign minister, Frank Walter Steinmeier, also said in a Thursday letter to U.S. Secretary of State Hillary Clinton, Ber- I can't stand that she's Secretary of State now, know, Berlin it's, is it's ready mad. to aid the Obama administration resolving issues such as Iranian nuclear standoffs. Now, Germany's on board, and you know we keep talking about this Iran nuclear program, and one, one other point that Ron Paul makes, I mean, give him credit, in the book is he's saying, why wouldn't Iran want to develop a nuclear program? Yeah. Every country that has a developed nuclear program, we're leaving those people alone. We're not, we don't even have a problem with them. So why wouldn't they want to get one? It's probably better to have one than to not have one. None of this makes any sense it's true. Uh, from, from a foreign policy standpoint. Certainly nothing we've done in the last how many years has made any sense, American principle-wise. But sure enough, um, congratulations to Iran, Ben. They successfully tested an air-to-air missile. I mean, you want to talk about really breaking the mold. Yeah. You know, we can bomb people from drones that you can't even see on radar, <laughs> and they just got Invisible their first air. Drones. Yeah, it's like a tennis ball with a bomb on it. Iran's state television says the country has successfully tested and fired a heat-seeking air-to-air missile. The Sunday report, you know, that, that might reach us uh, one day. Uh, the Sunday report quotes Air Force Chief General Hazen Shasafi as saying the missile has a range of 62 miles. <laughs> oh, my. Can, can we get like a congratulations, applause, and some like music miles, for, huh? just just to congratulate Iran? Congratulations, Iran! It's like that's great. That's Sixty-two great. miles, Ben. They might even make it to the Pacific. Oh, no, dude, they it's can't. Not even, it's, not, it's not even a distance from my house to your house, dude. <laughs> that's right. How pathetic is that? You, that's right. You're further. Oh my God, Iran is coming! Oh, uh, you're further. You're, Sorry about that, Pi. You're further. Well, I thought good. we have a. I thought we have a compressor here. The compressor yeah. does, should work, but okay. you got to back off from the mic a little bit, dude. It, that, oh yeah, this is good music, Pi. Sixty-two miles. You're right, Ben. It is. Well, it's, how far are we from each other? I think it's about that, man. That's yeah, like... your exit 20. Yeah, yeah, whatever it is. Yeah. So if Iran was in my town, they could bomb you, Ben. Shouldn't we disarm them immediately? <laughs> I'd say, and, and, the, and the crazy thing is that people believe this, Ben. People in this country honestly think that this this country, Iran, is an imminent threat to the country. I'm not saying they're not a threat at all, but they think that this country is an imminent threat. They're trying to sell the same nonsense. Our president thinks that they sold about Iraq. Threat. Yeah, exactly. Our president goes Amen. out there and says it's unacceptable Look, man, for you know, Iran to have uh, for, for Iran to have these weapons. We can't allow it. I don't care what political mentality you come from. I don't care where you were born and what religion you believe in, or if you don't believe in God, our threats are from within this government. That is not even a debatable issue in my mind. From time to time, Iran announces various missile tests to show how self-sufficient its defense industries are. Iran launched an arms development program during the 1980 through 88 war with Iraq to compensate for a U.S. weapons embargo. Let's not forget that. Since 1992, Iran has produced its own tanks, armored personnel carriers, and missiles, and a fighter plane. They're really coming far, i got to tell you. <laughs> Once again, congratulations. Wow. And just so you wow. know, Iran says it will not stop the nuclear work it's doing despite U.S. demands. Uh, Iranian presidential aide said Wednesday the country will not stop its nuclear work despite the U.S. demand for it to be halted based on U.N. resolutions, Reuters reported. Yeah. The statement comes as an International Institute for Strategic Studies, or IISS, reports says Iran will have enough enriched uranium to make a single nuclear weapon later this year. Now, I, I did... Look at this. The IISS, it's uh, IISS.org, pardon me, International Institute for Strategic Studies. They just released this report, and it's called Military Balance 2009. I'm trying to get a PDF of it, but you have to pay for it, Ben. It's over $120. What the... 
Bullshit. Yes. It's a bunch of crap. I know. I'm looking into it as much as I can. I want to find out what you know. What happens? This organization, once again, IISS.org. That's a bunch of bullshit. And thank you, God. And sure enough, you know, <laughs> you can go to this website. I, it's all delicious. To, you know, bookmarked on AnimalFarmShow.com. I'll read a little bit about this IISS uh, thing organization. The Military Balance 2009 contains region by region analysis of the major military and economic developments affecting defense and security policies and the trade in weapons and other military equipment. Comprehensive tables detail major military training activities, UN and non-UN deployments, and give data on key equipment holdings and defense economics, as well as defense expenditure trends over a 10-year period. That's a run-on sentence, by the way. The Military Balance 2009 also contains essays on defense industries in the Asia-Pacific region and UN peacekeeping. So this is a pretty large organization. seems like they're pretty well-funded. Um, just making an assumption. Don't kill me there. But yes, the <laughs> Military Balance 2009. You can get a kind of a comprehensive view PDF, two, two or three pages. I got that. Interesting. Doesn't have even have the word Iran in that, by the way. So mm. if you guys can, if you can shell out the cash to find out these important findings, then by all means get it, and uh, I will I will cover because you know, look, if it's legit and if they really have these weapons, and I'd like to know. But even if they did, Ben, well, I, I try to get back to logic. Even if they had the weapons. Mm-hmm. How are they going to blow us up? Yeah. It's 59 there's, miles. There's, just, there's no way in hell. I mean, we have to remember that, uh, according to Iran, amazing. they're not even it's developing amazing. these weapons. They're, they're not even developing these weapons. They're developing them for energy purposes, uh, nuclear. Uh, right. Energy for energy purposes, not for weapons. And when we go out there and we say, well, you know, in this amount of time, their nuclear program is that far along where they're going to have enough, uh, you know, to, to develop a weapon. But who says they're going to do it? We have no proof of that. We're just kind of accusing them that they're going to do that. And uh, based on that insertion, we will invade their country. That's the way it goes. Well, that's the other thing. And I'm just trying to use the line. Let's pretend, for an example, let's pretend that, that we're being lied to. Let's pretend Iran really has a nuclear weapon. How are they going to bring it to the U.S.? It's a rhetorical question, Ben. You know, how are they going to bomb the United States with a nuke? I think they're more worried about bombing Israel with a nuke. But see, that's the point. But see, all you get sold on TV when you don't get the, what is it, the pudding, as I called it? Mm -hmm. The pudding, which is, well, this is really about helping Israel, not the United States. It's really nothing to do with the United States. No country in their right mind would invade our country. Not going to happen. That's why from within is our biggest threat. But they don't tell you that, Ben. They keep saying, Iran's developing a nuke. We're in trouble. Imminent threat. And, of course, they tie it to Al-Qaeda or any other you bomb, know, ridiculous bomb, organization. Bomb, right. Bomb so that's what they don't really – they don't – you know, not often on the mainstream media do they say, look, bomb, bomb, we have to help Israel. This is why we have to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, maybe uh, you know, that's, that's what gets me crazy. 512-879-3805, and the show is about to get a lot more interesting as we welcome Mark in Maryland, could oh, it be? Jeez. <laughs> is, that, is it Mark? How's it going, buddy? Happy birthday, by the way. That's right. Happy birthday. Hey, guys. So I want to bring up a serious. Okay. You bring up a serious. Thank you, but I want to bring up a serious topic. Go ahead. So I'm watching CNN, I think it was a week ago, and I'm almost positive I sent you guys a link on this. And it's called the Stafford Foundation. And if I recall, they put up $2.1 million to take, I want to say, a couple hundred people down to the inauguration to, quote, better their lives. What? Okay. Did, did you guys did you guys read that article? I wanted to get your your input on or, or what you guys thought about it because the it's a minority based foundation and they said that they were going to take homeless people and people in shelters and disabled people and just people that didn't have jobs and that they were going to take them down to see the inauguration to better their lives and to help them off. And I actually sent the guy a letter and an email 
on a phone call, and I haven't gotten a response back from him, and I just think it's outrageous that you, you can take somebody who's homeless and say, well, we're going to go take you to the inauguration, and it's going to better your life. But yet when I say something like that to somebody else, I got called a racist because it's uh, the foundation is, is ran by several minority individuals. Does it feel good That's getting ridiculous. called a racist, Mark? <laughs> I'm gonna, sk- I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna skip the break here, Mark. We were supposed to come over break, but you know what? I don't care. We're not getting paid, so I'm gonna skip the break. And Ben, go ahead and answer the question. Sorry. I don't break. really care. I don't, you fire, oh, fire me. I don't, I don't give an <laughs> ass. <laughs> so the evil Tony fire, is about to come fire, out of the shell, fire, Ben. Nope. Fire, fire, so, so I guess what you're saying, Mark, is they they kind of um, brought these people to the inauguration with the hopes of making their lives better, and you're saying how is the inauguration making their lives better? Is that the, your question? The question that you're asking? Yeah, I mean, I just want to get your input because my input is obviously going to be different than, than the average person I talk to in the street, and I like your analysis on things, so I'm wondering what you guys think about it. Uh, was it was it taxpayers' money? Do you know that? Um, from my understanding, it is not, but from my understanding is that it was private donations, but I still think that that money could have been used other, in better ways to help those people. Yeah, I would. I think you're right, and I think, uh, yeah, I think you're right, man. I think that there are better ways to help them. Those people, you could pay for, you know, probably two or three months worth of rent, uh, yeah. so that they could have a shower to to get clean in and and possibly uh, find a job, um, rather than just take them to inauguration day and have them worship the guy. Yeah, no, I agree with you, man. Well, let me let me answer too. My my answer is quite different. Uh, you know, it's it, it's one of those things, man. I mean, this was getting away from the political part of it. I'm talking political procedures, executive orders, and things that I think are going to go south in the country. Let's pretend all that is gone for a second. The thing that I took from not only his initial speech, the election night, which I thought was written really well. I mean, not only is he a great speaker, but I thought all of his speeches are written well for him. The thing that I took from election night, and and that I'll still take, and I still want to kind of raise some little shred of optimism, Mark, and I'll relate it to your point, is that People do have hope in this country, uh, whether they didn't like Bush or whether they, you know, whatever, they, 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 Republicans or Democrats. And, and, of course, you tie in the civil rights issue, and I think it is a major breakthrough that someone who is, who has a uh, background, you know, he's half African-American, half white, whatever. The good thing about this whole election is that we have broken that barrier down, and I think that's incredible. I, I really hope that I can live long enough to see a day where there isn't any racism. I think that's not realistic. But uh, And on top of that, as far as people, this day brought an incredible amount of hope and promise, and it was an incredible amount of inspiration for people. Now, we look at that as political talk show hosts or news talk show hosts, and we say, you know what? That's great and everything, but wake the F up. Now, yeah. granted, that's, that's my position, and, I, and I'm, you know, I'm, I certainly stand up for that, but I'm trying to also see the other side of it, Mark, where it, anything that gives someone inspiration inherently pretty much can't be a bad thing. In other words, maybe I can argue that they're blind, and you know, you shouldn't put all your hopes on one you know don't put all your money on yeah. number 30 in roulette or something like mm-hmm. that but look you know if, if 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 you can go home and say you know what i want to become a better person because of what happened today and and i want to it's an inspiration to me mm-hmm. then i think that's a great thing and that's a, that's what i'm all about yeah so I anyway it's a great first step um but you know obviously hope doesn't fix problems <laughs> you know effort fixes problems yeah, and, and effort true. makes things happen hope is the first step and that hope is 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 seeing the goal that needs to be getting to get done right and then uh, the hard part about it is, is the work that needs to get done to achieve that hopeful goal that you want. Right. But a lot of people, I do feel right now, a lot of people are 
uh, they're worshiping the hope, and they want the hope that they're hoping that somebody will come in and swoop them, uh, swoop them out of these problems. And that's where all the crying comes from, and all the yes. worshipfulness comes from. I hope he does this. I hope he does that. Yeah. Okay, great. Hope that he does this, and hope that he does that. But make, uh, you know, make make it a point with yourself to work towards the goal that you hope for. Right. Don't don't rely on some well, other freaking human to do it for you. And I see, but I think I think the media is portraying that version of it, Ben. I think the media is is whatever it's whether it's on purpose or not. And Mark, I'll let you respond. Give me one more second. I think the media is pushing the, like, you know, hopeless worship of this man. Yeah. However, I'm talking more about the, the guy or the woman or the child or anybody out there who is actually becoming a better person and is pushing themselves farther, longer, and harder because of this day. Whatever it means to us is irrelevant. Mm-hmm. The idea is that anything can inspire someone. Like, for example, Ron Paul. Ron Paul inspired me in so many ways. Yeah. Jack Blood inspired me. Alex Jones inspired me. Now, you could call all these people idiots. You can call Mark them bastards. Mark inspires me. Mark inspires me, too. You know, but sure enough. But anyway, Mark, to answer your question, finally, I'm going to shut up. No, nope, you don't need the music. <laughs> <laughs> no, to, to answer your question, Mark, I, 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 don't, I don't disagree with it. I know that a lot of people spent their money and, you know, went on pack trains and stood in a you know a humongous pile of people to see this and you know what man that's the same thing that happens when people go to the super bowl and go to sporting events because it just gives people inspiration or it gives them hope or they enjoy it so i'm not against it at all your your response mark go ahead well i i see both sides of it at the same time if if you want to talk about inspiration and you can look at it from the flip side that it inspired me to be a racist in the sense that the benediction said well he wants to see a world where white people will embrace what is right. And when I was actually in my cafeteria in my office, all the black people stood up and started to cheer. And, and I said to them, I said, what the hell? And they said, get out of here. I mean, that, that, would, that would do the flip side of it, inspire me to say, well, I don't like this guy. If you want to claim he's an African-American, black, minority, mixed, whatever the, the, you want to call him. I mean, that could inspire the exact opposite, though. Yeah, I know. I, I would agree, Mark. And I think, mm-hmm. you know, look, you've see, look. We just did that. We repeated that report that we played yesterday, where this one white male, he did make death threats, and he did actually attack, and I think he killed a couple of non-whites. Yeah. They, and they didn't say if they were actually black people or African Americans. Mm-hmm. He could maybe he killed a couple of uh, uh, Latino folk. I don't know what he did, but yeah. look, on both sides of this, you're going to see black people, perhaps. Against whites, you're going to see white people certainly against blacks. I mean, I'm sure the white extremists out there are the, um, you know, the, the neo Nazis or yeah. the white supremacists. I'm sure they're not happy about this. But look, I mean, that, that's just that's the way people are, man. And yeah, I mean, you know, uh, Ron Paul, Ron Paul basically broke down racism as an ugly form of collectivism, it is. and that's really what it is. We have to start looking at that in that way. You know, when you are collective and you're and you're posing yourself as one group and you're saying that that group is better than another group, that's racism. It doesn't matter, you know, what color it's coming from, where it's coming from. Right. Uh, that's racism. And we have to look at it that way. I think, you know, one of the main problems that we have in this country is, you know, we're, we are constantly pointing out the black minorities are not getting this much and the, yeah. the white people are getting this much and this is getting this much. We have to stop looking at that collectivism type of mentality and, and think of, of people as people. And, yes, if we do see classes fighting against each other, if we do see people that are richer than other people that are stifling the poor from getting more money, then that's, that's an actual substantive thing. It has nothing to do with color. Yeah, Mark, get you, I'll, give you, I'll give you the final word. Go ahead, Mark. All right, I, I agree with you guys. I appreciate the answer. I got a completely um, off-topic comment question. 
can you guys tell me where to donate? Because I want to donate some money so Ben can get some weight so he can start working out. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Mark. Well, I appreciate that. If you want to donate, folks, if you go to our website, animalfarmshow.com, at the top right corner of the webpage, you'll see a little donate sticker button thingy, widget thingy. And uh, by all means, it's PayPal-driven. You can trust us. Our PayPal, we're, we're certified under PayPal. And, folks, there have been people donating, and we just want to say thank you to all the folks out yes, there that thank have you donated. So much. But, Mark, you, have, you can definitely uh, donate through the website that way. And anything is appreciated, Thanks. folks. If it's a dollar, 50 cents, anything, we basically do this show for free. And that's, I'm not working out to fight that. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for we the need call. some Cheetos before we get into the ring. And, yeah, of course, Mark, we're going to set up that fight. Thank you for calling. And, like, I tried to think about this fight openly on the show. I want to get the big boxing gloves, the headgear, and you guys can just beat the absolute hell out of one another for, you know, three hours if, if we can do that long. And if we could raise some money for veterans' health, uh, that would be wonderful maybe for the homeless, something like that. Yes. That'd be great. You know, uh, that would be wonderful. But no, it's a good question, and I think this is the problem. I mean, I don't even like the idea that we, we even have to talk about the the fact that, oh, it's the first African-American president. Yes, I understand that, and I, I know it's a milestone, and I'm, all, I'm down with that. Yeah. But, you know, the idea of non-racism is that eventually there isn't any – there is no black, there is no white, you know? Mm-hmm. And uh, so maybe one day we'll get there. I think it's a huge leap. It's a giant, giant leap, that whole thing. But, um, you know, honestly, Ben you're, Ben is not a racist. I am not a racist. I, don't, <laughs> no, I, no, I, no. I despise a lot of people out there, but not because of the, the way the light hits their skin, okay? Yeah. I'm a little bit more sophisticated than that, even though I'm a bit perverted. But anyway, I did skip the last break. You are um, perverted. I am perverted. Pyeth, uh, <laughs> why don't you give us an Obama song or maybe two or three, because we did skip the last break, and I want to take a deep breath and <sighs> take a break. Yeah. I'm going to see them tomorrow night, baby. You're a bastard. I'm very jealous about that. Mark, you're welcome. Okay. How about one more there for the patients, for the people patiently waiting? The patients. <laughs> oh, God. The patients at the animal farm. Not good. We are back. Oh, no, we're not. That's right, uh, gr- the great Jimi Hendrix slash Pastor Manning uh, clip. And and eventually, I mean, we, we have been getting some of the uh, people out there sending us clips. We also appreciate that. Anything, folks, if you can donate to the show, uh, donations, doesn't, donations don't always have to be in monetary form. You know, people do send us articles, stories, insights, Absolutely. criticisms, constructive, you know, anything, folks. Any way you think we should make the, the show better, bits, ideas, segments, if you want to participate, we're open to almost anything, folks, because yes. we're just going to keep building this show. Money is time, and time is money. Exactly. And if you want to invest, if you want to invest, uh, time into us we are more than happy to to use you in that way no question <laughs> yes but if you can donate it will uh, it makes a huge difference folks we do have expenses so anyway that's kind of our deal and moving on uh I, ben i have a whole bunch of 
health news here. We never really jumped into the UN crime chief, though, saying the drug money flowed into banks. Oh, man. Do you want to talk about that? It's like I we mean, have no time on this show, dude. I know. I mean, know. that's a really important thing. Drugs and, then, and alcohol. That's right, George. And then I have this one right here. Senator Warren's White House will create crisis and panic to push stimulus. That's another important one, too. And I have no, this, this whole no, stack let's, right let's, here. I want to talk about that one because okay. this is what Rahm Emanuel is all about. He's all about, well, no you know, no crisis should go unused or something that he said. What the hell did he say? God, I'm going to find his quote. I'm going to find his quote. You read the article. Yeah, find, find what he said. It's actually more of a clip. Uh, Senate, Republic, uh, junior Republic Senator Jim DeMint said this, and I, I, found, I think this guy's pretty good. I don't know uh, what his policies are, his foreign policies. I'm sure they're crap, but uh, perhaps not. He's a junior senator. Uh, maybe he's, he's new in this. Here, anyways, here it is. No, I think there's a lot of buyer's remorse among Republicans who voted for the bailouts of all kinds last year. Um, and it's hard to prove that some of them are saying, well, it didn't work out so well, but it had been a lot worse if we had. It's hard, it's hard to uh, argue that unless you know anything about how business works. And then it's obvious that what we did is inject a whole lot of uncertainty into the marketplace. So, no, I don't think there's discord because of that. Uh, and I really don't blame my colleagues. If you've got the president and the secretary of the treasury coming in saying the world economy is going to collapse next week if we don't do something. Um, now, I've been around long enough to know whenever something I have to make a decision right now, my response is no. And that clears it up right away. And, and I think more and more, the Bush administration and now this administration knows that they're not going to get a quick reaction out of Congress unless they create a crisis and widespread panic. And that's going to be their MO to get Congress to act. Well, it's, it's a good question, and a lot of us are saying that. It's not being picked up at all by mainstream media. And that's all right, we'll, we'll come back that one guy who's clip. got a cough. Yeah, bastard. <laughs> we'll come back with this clip. Animal Farm Radio shows what you're listening to. Animalfarmshow.com is the website. Call us. Tell you what, you don't like my policies. You can just come on down here and smooch my big old white butt. Of the three million plus edible food plants that grow on Earth, no other single plant can compare with the nutritional value of the powder, seeds, and oil of the hemp plant. At HempUSA.org, we ship worldwide these nutritional products with free shipping to the U.S. and Canada. At HempUSA.org, we want to educate our listeners that edible hemp is not marijuana and is certified THC-free. Our powder is 50% protein and does not contain gluten. Gluten impairs the cells from absorbing nutrients. This nutrient-dense food can be stored up to five years when vacuum-packed and is priced affordably to be used as a storable food. HempUSA.org is a bulk shipper starting with five pounds and up. To allow this food to work for you, call 908-691-2608 or go to HempUSA.org and order today. The body will react and heal itself given the proper nutrition. This superfood will be your greatest asset. So try it today, store it today, and change your life. Call 908-691-2608 or order from hempusa.org. Collectors, outdoor enthusiasts, survivalists. The Army-Navy store from your memory as a child is just that, a memory. But there is still one place to find everything from gas masks to ammo cans and find it cheap. MainMilitary.com. Get hard to find objects like real wool blankets for under 20 bucks, canteens for just $2, or trioxane fuel for just a dollar a box. M-A-I-N-E, Military.com, with free shipping on items over $150, not including heavy items. Find surplus items for cheap now, like 30 caliber cleaning kit for just $2. 
$9.99 a piece or a dozen for $30. Flare pistols are only $25. Want to add a brand new Israeli gas mask to your collection? Kids and adult sizes are just $20. Get G3 mags for just $2 or a military fuel can for only $16. Add the siphon holes for another $7.99. Find it all online at MainMilitary.com. With shipping throughout the world, check out MainMilitary.com or call 877-608-0179. That's 877-608-0179. Call today. Hey, Jack Blood here, host of Deadline Live. I wanted to share with you my secret weapon in fighting the new world order. It's a new product called Enerfood. Enerfood is bar none the best health supplement I've tried, and I've tried them all. With many ingredients like spirulina, chlorella, dulse, kelp, barley, grass, alfalfa, leaf, beetroot, orange peel, winter cherry root, it really is nothing less than superfood. I couldn't imagine having to shop and prepare all of these ingredients, but now I don't have to. Enerfood's done it for me. A simple scoop of powder every day is all all it takes. No fillers, no miracle claims, no magic bullets. Just a real product with real results. Call them today and mention Jack Blood and get a special discount. Get the two-pack special with the coconut oil powder. Call them now. 1-866-762-9238. 1-866-762-9238. Or simply go to enerfood.com. That's E-N-E-R, enerfood.com. Tell them Jack Blood sent you. Welcome to the world's meeting place. F-R-E-E-D-O-M Radio. Freedom Underground Radio. Yes, that is Moonspank, Tony's band. Moonspank.com, check it out. Yes, we were uh, just playing this clip Soothes of... Soothes the soul. Junior Senator... What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> Junior <laughs> South Carolina's Senator Jim DeMint, um, he's speaking, I guess, at a Heritage Foundation in Washington, D.C., explaining that the Obama administration will create crisis and widespread panic just like its predecessors, in order to get Congress to act expediously. Wow. <laughs> Very, uh, seems like an intelligent fellow. He says, I've been around long enough to know whenever someone tells me I have to make a decision right now, my response is no. Where the hell were they when he voted for the Patriot Act? Yeah. Uh, that clears it up. his mother personally. <laughs> DeMint said that clears it up right away, and I think more and more uh, the Bush administration and now this administration knows that they're not going to get a quick reaction out of Congress unless, the, unless they create crisis and widespread panic, and that's going to be their M.O. to get Congress to act. Sure. And unfortunately for me, yeah. <laughs> my favorite. Uh, my, my, my unfortunate experience of when I first realized who Rahm Emanuel was, the first thing I ever even heard of him was when he said – Something along the lines of no good uh, crisis should ever go to waste. I think I've dug up the clip, I hope. I think. I'm not sure if this is it. I'll you see. never want a serious crisis to go to waste. Ah, uh, how, how about that luck? One more time, huh? Scumbag. 
you never want a serious crisis to go to waste. Yeah, chief of staff wow. says wow. this. Wall Street Journal, uh, when he did an interview in Wall Street Journal, I'll play a little more. Maybe I'm taking it out of context. And what I mean by that, it's an opportunity to do things that you think you could not do before. <laughs> nope. I think America as a whole in 1973 and 1974, not just my view, but obviously the administration, missed the opportunity to deal with the energy crisis that was before. And, you know, the, the first question I would mean? have, if I were the person interviewing, I'd say, well, what do you mean things that you want to do? Who yeah. the hell are you? You are a public servant, bitch. Yeah. You know, you're supposed to do things that were wanting to do, not you. What are you talking about? Yeah, but he's a jerk. Maybe I'm just being rough on and him. this is I don't the guy know. whose father came out and said, my son's not going to be scrubbing floors like a dirty Arab. Oh, He's too good for that. That's not good. This is his father. Well, Ron Manuel's yeah. father sure came out I'm sure this. he's a nice man, Ben. Yeah. Come I'm on. a bitch. I'm sure the apple fell fall from, far from the tree there. How do the most awful crappy, scummy human beings, how do they all end up in government? It's amazing. It's, so many people in government are just pathetic human beings, the people poop, that should be scrubbing floors, the frankly. Bunch of scum dirt bag. The poop floats to the top. That's how it happens, man. <laughs> Another, it floats to the top. Another potty humor. How about that? Uh, yeah, so no no crisis should ever go to waste. Thank goodness for problem, reaction, solution. Where'd you hear that one, Rom? But uh, I don't know, man. We shall see. We have a power segment for 10 minutes, and then uh, we, we shall be done for the evening, I think. Right, Ben? Yes. Okay, power segment uh, starts. Pyeth, why don't you give us that what? wonderful heavy metal music? <laughs> why don't we start with it? Yeah. <laughs> Right. Yes. Power second. Talking about uh, um, the the social climate that we're living in. Democrats launch petition against Rush Limbaugh. <laughs> you believe this? Democratic uh, Congressional Campaign Committee has launched an online petition for readers to express their outrage at conservative talk show host Rush Limbaugh for saying last week that he wanted President Barack Obama to fail. <laughs> to fail. Yeah, he he was uh, he was talking about that again today. Such sensitive little herbs out there. Oh my god. Uh, yeah, of course I want him to fail too. I don't want his policies to be put forward. They're right. bad policies. The sad things we agree with him. I know. Really that's, sad that's a really sad. And I hate the guy. He's a fat oh. bastard, but uh, <laughs> and he's 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 a slob. But anyways, such a butthole. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> the petition included a 19-second sound of Limbaugh saying, If I wanted Obama to succeed, I'd be happy the Republicans have laid down. I don't want this to work. So I'm thinking of replying to this guy, say, Okay, I'll send you a res- response, but I don't need 400 words. I need four. I hope he fails. Mm-hmm. Power segment continues. Power my bitch. That's right. Power segment. <laughs> personal bitch. Power segment. Please me. Uh, every time brings a smile on my face. I've been I've been sitting on this one for a while. And this pardon the pun, I didn't realize. Thirty-seven people arrested. You'll understand when I read the, the headline. Thirty-seven people arrested when authorities break up cockfight out of Mulberry, Florida. Wow, do my been sitting on that one for a while. My, yeah, my, my mouth really gets me into trouble, and it always has. Wow. So I guess I'm in big trouble. Polk County authorities say thirty-seven people were arrested. One hundred and nine roosters. One hundred and nine roosters were removed when a cockfight in Millbury was raided over the weekend. According to a news release, investigators also found about $30,000 in cash, a loaded 38 caliber handgun, and a 22 caliber rifle. What, 22 caliber rifle? What are you doing? Hitting cans off a fence? When they responded to the scene Saturday night. Two suspects struck two deputy ser- sheriffs during the raid, Ben, and authorities used tasers to subdue the, the two suspects. So yeah, I guess this cockfighting thing is pretty much an economy going on in uh, Mulberry, Florida. How sad. A power segment will uh, don't continue. Tase me, yeah. Don't tase me, Don't tase the cops, Ben. <laughs> 
quoting Napoleon, Judge O'Kay's holding Taliban cook at Gitmo. This is funny, actually. Mm-hmm. Perhaps frying pans and spatulas will now need to be registered as potentially lethal weapons. A federal judge says being a cook for Taliban is reason enough for the U.S. military to hold a Yemen man as an enemy combatant at Guantanamo Bay. U.S. District Judge Richard Leon on Wednesday denied uh, Ghalib Nasser al-Bihani's request to be released from the military prison. The story continues. Al-Bihani, a citizen of Yemen, has been held for more than seven years. He says he never fired a weapon while serving with Taliban forces in Afghanistan and worked as an assistant in the kitchen, the AP adds. Leon said that Albani's work supported the Taliban nevertheless and that the U.S. government has has uh, appropriately classified him as an enemy combatant. In his ruling, Leon quoted Napoleon as saying, an army marches on his stomach. Power segment Radical continues. Islamic extremism. That's right, John McCain. Right. I think Charles uh, Charles Ratner, who, by the way, is not here tonight. We should have had Laura live tonight, but he would have liked this article. Scientists teleport matter more than three feet. Science, they're almost catching up to how far Iran can shoot a bomb, Ben. <laughs> Scientists have come a bit closer to achieving Star Trek feat of teleportation. That's sweet. Oh, my goodness. No one is galaxy hopping or even beaming people around. But for the first time, information has been teleported between two separate atoms across a distance of a meter or about a yard. That's no kidding. Three feet. Uh, this is a significant milestone in the field known as quantum information processing, said Christopher Monroe of the Joint Quantum Institute at the University of Maryland, who led the effort. Teleportation is one of nature's most mysterious forms of transport. Quantum information, such as the spin of a particle or the polarization of a photon, is transferred from one place to another without traveling through any physical medium. So we are catching up to Star Trek, and this particular organization, like I said, is catching up to Iran. So Power 7 continues, and that's good well, news. religions and ancient weapons are no match for a good blaster at your side. Yes. Awesome. <laughs> that's awesome. Out of the AP, U.S. Supreme Court says passenger can be frisked. Supreme Court ruled Monday that police officers have leeway to frisk a passenger in a car stopped for a traffic violation, yeah. even if nothing indicates the passenger has committed a crime or is about to do so. The court oh, on Monday unanimously ruled an Arizona appeals court that threw out evidence found during such an encounter. The case involved a 2002 pat-down search of an Eloy, Arizona man, by an Oro Valley police officer who found the gun and marijuana. Justice accepted Arizona's argument that traffic stops are inherently dangerous for police and that pat-downs are permissible when an officer has reasonable suspicion that the passenger may be armed and dangerous. Scumbags! You gotta love freedom. Power segment continues. Oh, my God, Ben. Ah, you trying to touch my wiener! Uh. <laughs> The name of the court case is slipping my mind that we talked about then. Yeah, well, something versus United States. Oh, uh, God. I can't remember. Anyway, new North Carolina man gets $35,000 for Bush Library domain name. Web developer George Huger says he turned $5 into thirty-five grand when he bought the expired internet domain name from former President George W. Bush's presidential library and then sold it back. The News and Observer yeah, of Raleigh... That's right. The News and Observer of Raleigh reports Tuesday that Huger was searching through a list of expiring domain names two years ago when he noticed the web address http colon slash www.georgewbushlibrary.com was about to expire. He bought the rights for $5 and sat on them for two years. And yet he made $34,995 from Florida-based Yuma Solutions. Which the Bush Library Foundation says is in charge of website care. Company owner Mark Mills didn't return the newspaper call. So, yeah, man, that's a quick way to get some money, and that's that's a nice little payday. 
How about that? Power 7 continues. I like that. Uh, I hear there's rumors on the, the uh, Internet. <laughs> there's no rumors here, we're George. We're going to have a draft. We're not going to have a draft. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, jeez. This one's kind of old, but I wanted to uh, get to it. So typical, so, so typical. Rioters were paid to provoke the police in Bulgaria. Uh, the provokers at yesterday's anti-government, definitely not yesterday's, last week's anti-government protests turned into riots, were hired and paid 300 leva or uh, 150 euros or $300 to start fights with police and ruin the peaceful march. Delta News reports Thursday, quoting rumors, people with black, black masks were roaming <laughs> through the crowds, giving the sum to people under the influence of alcohol. Some of the provokers claimed to have been paid days in advance. I met a guy from suburb and Lowen came and gave us 300 leva each in order to organize a mass fight with the police at the protest. Two members of FC Levitsky's ultra tribe told the uh, Bulgarian national radio. So, so typical, man. How about that? Finally for us, a U.S. consulate mistakenly sells secret files in Jerusalem. Hundreds of files with Social Security numbers, bank account numbers, and other sensitive U.S. government information were found in a filing cabinet purchased from the U.S. consulate in Jerusalem through a local auction. How about that? Got to take your freedoms away, but we can't just get our secret files out of the damn filing cabinets. We couldn't believe what we found, said Paula. You can check it out, folks. It's uh, Fox News. U.S. consulate mistakenly sells secret files in Jerusalem. That's all for us. We're gone tomorrow. We're back Friday. Craziness. Friday's usually a drinking day, so we get nothing done. But, hey, thanks for dealing with us. Thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for calling, Mark. And uh, if you can donate, do it. If not, no big deal. We'll talk to you guys on Friday. Have a great day. Thank you. Goodbye.